you gotta handle the rock with flair and rhythm if you wanna be judged on wood grain and concrete courts in New York. This ain't no nickel and dime. It's dribbling dimes where scoring never looked this good. I guarantee it. But was your reputation built from the playground up? Or did you call next when they took that ish? Or cause you weren't as fast as police and ambulance sirens? Or as loud as Mr. Softy ice cream? No. You see, this is New York City hoops in prime time. As beautiful as the skyline, it's dribbling dimes. Let it bump though. What's up? This is Emilio the Poet. Yo, what's good? This is Manny Digital, and welcome to another episode of the Dribble and Dimes podcast. Yeah, yeah. Today, we got who you say this man look like? Yo, <laughs> yo, let me tell you something. This man right here looking like Kimbo Slice. Okay? Yeah, so, <laughs> God bless the dead, but yo. Yo, so so Kimbo, you know, rest in peace, like my brother said, Word. but um, he's from Miami, but we got the Harlem version um, here <laughs> yes, sitting sir. with us today. Yes, Yo, sir. you can come closer to the mic, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but let me let me finish introducing you first. So so our man is a combo guard, like I said, out of Harlem, New York. He was a stone throw away, as far as where he was raised, from the, the historic, no longer active Rice High School. Makes sense why he went there for his high school tenure. Um, he played along some of the problem children that you know to love from the New York City area. Kenny Satterfield, Kyle Cuff, Andre Sweet, and of course, Andre Barrett. Sweet. Took them to back-to-back championships. He was part of those teams, 98-99 uh, city championships. State. City and state. Oh, I'm so, oh, see? See, I'm over here fucking up. City and state. Fucking up. Um, uh, he's, he's most known collegiately uh, for his two years at Bowie, but there was a journey involved there as to how he got to Bowie State out in Maryland. Um, with us today is the man, Kevin Eugene Bell. Yo, what's yeah, going yeah. On, welcome, welcome to the show, man. Thank Dribble you for coming. Dribble and Dimes, man. Appreciate you guys for having me, man. Yeah, of course. Man, definitely. Of course, definitely. my G. Yo, so so our man, our man lives in, in Maryland. Yes, sir. And just yes, happened sir. to be in New York when I hit him up. Yes, so, sir. you know, we, we believe it's in fate. Word. So we know this is going to be fire. Absolutely. Yeah. No, listen, I'm excited to be here, man. Thank you guys again for having me. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I wasn't going to turn it down for the uh, for world. You guys are doing something dope here, man. So, like I said, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I just, I just want to send us real quick, man. You, you're a Rice Raider. Yes, sir. And I just wanted to point something. I've never seen this before, man. This man is wearing a Rice Raider hat. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty dope, man. Shout out to everybody that know me, that know I, I, I Yeah, I fuck Shout with the Raiders. Shout out to Mark Kells, man. You know what I mean? Eddie Page, what's up, man? Yo, yeah. listen. You know what I mean? It's dope that you represent your high school because Always. for, like, we were talking off air a little bit, like, St. Raymond and Rice, that was like that was like Duke, North Carolina. Absolutely. You, you mentioned that actually. I'm, I'm borrowing what you said, right, a phrase. Right. And I, for, for real, like, I, you know, we've gone to a handful of games as a kid, as youngsters, mm-hmm, not say mm-hmm. kid, but, and I can remember those were epic battles. For me, I, it's sad that Rice is mm-hmm. no longer in existence because, you know, you always wanted that counterpart. It's like, right, you right. wanted like the rivalries, you right. know, the Yankees and the Red Sox. Right. You want, you know, the Yankees ain't like, you it know, without the Red Sox, it's not the same. It's, it's just, it's not the same. It makes know? sports what it is. Right, you know? right. So Better I just, to get, have you here is a pleasure and to Appreciate get your perspective it. coming in and to say what you said about <clears throat> St. Raymond and Rice, that's also dope because that's something we, I, think, I believe we both can right. agree upon. So yeah, just wanted absolutely. to touch that. Um, there's, there's some interesting stuff about that actually. So, and, and you know, I, I want to bring this up. I'm 
I'm gonna consider myself very ignorant mm-hmm. to if if this thought is even something that's realistic, mm-hmm. right? So you got <clears throat> excuse me, you got St. Patrick's in New Jersey mm-hmm. that basically closed down that right. St. Patrick right. and now is called the Patrick School. Mm-hmm. I don't understand mm-hmm. how the finances work to make that happen. Right. But I feel like Rice deserves something like that, a Absolutely. resurrection in that sort of uh, style. Well, our, what are your thoughts? Our, our, as far as when I say our, I mean the Brotherhood of Rice. Yeah. Our, you know, thoughts, and we're still trying to figure something, trying out. to figure something out, and okay. uh, you know, get the ball back rolling. Um, like I said, when I heard about the news some some years back, it uh, it kind of threw me off. Like I said, because we had a lot of memories there, good and bad. But uh, mm-hmm. like I said, just the fact, the, the known, like to to know you ride by or walk by that it's no longer there, it kind of hurts. It, it hurts, and there's mm-hmm. no kind of hurt. It hurts. So, right. um, yeah, that, I mean, that was a it's a it was the, a I mean, cultural staple. The building is still there. They right. turned it into a charter school now, you right. know, which is you know good for the community. Right. Sure. So, um, but it's so, nothing like being right. It's nothing like seeing that building and seeing the stand, seeing the you know. Rice, Rice, Rice High School for men. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, it, it hurts. Like I said, we're still trying to work forward for sure. to, you know, look forward to doing some things and trying to open it back. I know it's going to take a long, it's a process, of course. It's a long, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, it hurts. It hurts. Well, I say this, man. I think that the beautiful thing is, is that you get to exemplify what a brotherhood is. Right? Absolutely. And so what I'm saying is Absolutely. behind the scenes, just, just y'all forging a unity. You know, between mm-hmm. y'all, mm-hmm. I think that's that is emblematic of what y'all was stood for right. as, as, as rice. You right. know what I mean? Absolutely. So even just that, it's like y'all still letting that name reign, if you will. Like it's still alive because mm-hmm. of what y'all is doing. Right. You know, because if it was if it was a, it closed down for nothing, let's right. say, and y'all was like, you went to Maryland, but you don't hit up, you know, your mm-hmm. brothers, mm-hmm. or oh, mm-hmm. it's just like just like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like if it never existed, mm-hmm. I think that right. would be the right. worst. That would right. be the. That's how it really closed down in shame, in my See, opinion. Seeing guys like, like I said, I'm going to throw a name out there, Kimber Walker. Yeah. Oh, Kimber man. Walker, Shout out like, to you, brother. Yeah, Shout out, man. Walker. God um, bless you. Him doing the things he's doing in the NBA, right. in the community, when he was in Charlotte, now I'm being in the Boston Celtics. Yeah, that's disrespectful, by the <laughs> way. Disrespectful, Kimber. <laughs> right, I mean, listen, he wanted him in the Knicks. Listen, he, he, he wanted to go back to that green, you know what I'm saying, that green and white, so... And I, that I, green paper. Yeah, too. all right, that too. But <laughs> I don't he, care. He, he I don't plays, care. you know, he plays for he plays for a different purpose. He plays with passion. So no, seeing sure. guys, like I said, seeing guys like Kimba man doing his thing, right. it's like it's like it's a great feeling, man. I agree. Like I said, I, I root for Kimba 150. Oh, percent Me too. Because like I said, he and he he he's the, when you look at him, you see right side. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's like yeah. you know what I mean. Like, I I, uh, I and I'm joking, obviously. No, I, I don't have no hate toward that man <laughs> no, at all. I, um, I be being a Knicks fan. It hurts me not to see people like him. Now, mm-hmm. you know, you you grow up being a fan of a particular mm-hmm. team. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, and you, if you're skilled at it and you go to high levels mm-hmm. of playing ball, yeah. you know, a lot of people say, yeah, I would love to play for my hometown right. team. Right. I understand those dynamics aren't always in, in the favor of that person to right. do that. And they're not, they're not controlled. Right. And obviously there's a whole black cloud of, over the Knicks that is James Dolan that right. prevents a lot of things right. from happening. Right. So. I don't blame him, but damn, it would have been dope. No, but let, let me let me say this though, because I just saw an interview recently with Kevin Durant. Okay, right? and well, um, they asked him a specific question. Oh, yeah, he said, "Yo, you probably saw it as well." He go, "Did you ever like? Did you ever consider playing for Washington? He's from from mm-hmm. you know yeah, from, from the DC yes, area, yes, right?" So he goes, "Listen, I grew up playing my entire life as a kid in Maryland, 
it's not a necessity as an adult anymore because I, I kind of lived that kind of dream. And we went to high levels. and You know what I mean? So Absolutely. he kind of lived that. And I understood because before my brother said that, like before I saw this interview, I, I thought the same way. I was like, yo, like you hometown repto. Right. I'm thinking the same right. way. Right. I, and the reason I say that is because I'm, I'm a Bulls fan. And I, you know, I'm, I'm not. That's crazy. I'm a Bulls fan too. You know, I would, oh, all right. It was something and, I liked about that concludes. Yo, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Look, 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 look. Look, though. <laughs> I, it's not that real with me. It's not that real. Get close to Wait, what does it say at the bottom? That's Crazy. Carter, Carter, my, my youngest son, Carter. That's okay. crazy, KJ, bro. My oldest son, my junior. That's crazy. I, I, I didn't go that far. I incorporated everything with them. Something about you glistening all over your body. Yo, I'm going to let you live because usually everybody that comes fucks with the Knicks. Let me just finish my last point real quick. When I brought up the Bulls, that's super dope. Derek Rose, right? So, Derrick Rose, it was for like for him, it was big to play for his hometown yes, team. Yes, and that's why I liken what you said to it was like, I feel like, damn, you know, it's it's like an honor for them. Like they want that spotlight. I feel like the Knicks are just kind of like they kind of deterred them. Like, so like it was just their own thing. They, yeah. It was an implosion right. that I feel like happened. But I whatever, mean, that's just near time pass. I think, you know, once like I said, hopefully Dolan, you know, sells the team and Word. they can get past that. <laughs> and then once that happens, I feel like they can move forward and prosper as bubble. far as right. right. Because like I said, the nineties we knew the Knicks were like you know what I'm saying. You coming in the garden, you knew you had to have your hard hat and your lunch pail. That's right. And you yeah, you uh, wasn't coming in there just to come in there. Yeah, and go, be yeah. cool. Nah. No, no, no. You had to come in there and play. That's right. Understand? So the crowd was on you. Like I said, the team was good. That's right. Coaching, everything was a one. So right. they can get back to that. I think the whole NBA to be better. Okay. The Knicks are good. Of course, you know I, I agree 100. percent But yeah. let's 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 switch things up a little bit, right? right? I appreciate your opinions on other people right, and, and right, other things, right. but this is about you, sir. For sure, man. So we'd like to start with understanding what your first memory was as it relates to you kind of like really digging into and being a part of basketball. My mom's. Your mom's? Yeah, man. She, uh interesting. She, uh, maybe I was about eight, nine, she put the basketball in my hand. We, wow. uh, I'm from Douglas Projects, so okay. um, we had a, 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 a program called Saturday Program. It was a program that helped you off the court, on and on the court, as far as your skills in the classroom and like it's on the court. Was that like a NYCHA program? Uh, it, was a, it was a it was an early morning program. It was like a, you know guys from the from the neighborhood yeah. come. Like I said, it's free. Uh, you come in, like I said, you do your work first, you study, and then you go upstairs and do you know drills and skills stuff. But that put on by the housing authority, <clears throat> right? Put on. It's Douglas. Uh, it's a it's community center. It's a um, children's aid society. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Children's aid okay. society. Excuse me. So that, yeah, that funds okay. Millbank. Absolutely. Gotcha. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, like I said, it started there, man. And, um, it's just like I said, just being competitive, man. Like I said, I I, I was a big crybaby when I was younger. As far as like losing, I lost. I used right. to cry, mm -hmm. and my mom's like, "Listen, there's no need for you to cry. You just if you figure out." how you can help your team win and, and figure out how to be better, then you won't lose. Mm. So that that kind of stuck with me. It was like, you know what, okay. Wait, and sorry, how old were you when that clicked? Yeah. Maybe 10. That's okay. crazy. Maybe 10. Like I said, I was, okay. like I, said I was a quick learner. And um, from there, man, it was just like the passion I played with. It was just like, I want to win. Mm -hmm. I don't care about nothing else, stats, none of that. I just want to win. So, uh, like I said, just like I said, losing fueled me like to like, okay, whatever I have to do, I'm going to do it. So working on my left hand, I'm right-handed, working on my left hand, making left-handed layups at 10. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Making left-handed passes. Like doing these type of things that other people are like, wait a minute, you're not 10 years old. And it's like, yeah, I am. I grew. I was taller than everybody else. So it's like. Um, and this was just I mean? instinctively yeah. you saying, I, 
I'm gonna do my left because not too many people have it. Work on it. I'm gonna just work on it. I can practice. If I'm practicing, if I'm outside in the, in, um, in the backyard and behind the center, and it's like guys just you know playing 21 regular, you know. Nah, I'm working on left-handed dribble. Like I said, when we playing, I'm working on left-handed shots, floaters, all these type of things to where it's like when I get into the game, it's easy now. Mm-hmm. You understand? It's like I don't like, oh, but damn, how you do that? Like I work on it. You know right. what I'm saying? So Let me just say this, man. Um, you know, I'm going to speak about my brother's family right here. I have a nephew named Lucas. Mm-hmm. And uh, jokingly, mm-hmm. but, you know, I, I take it. I'm serious about right. it, but right. even though it's in a right. joking manner, right. he's a very young boy. Right. Uh, I always say, you know, Left-handed layups. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You got to work on your left-handed layup. And, and, a re- and the mid-range jump shot. And a mid-range jump shot. I, I, I love the... I don't care what the NBA say. Right. You got to have nah, that. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care, analytics. I do not right. give a shit. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm with you. Don't I'm take with my you. game from me. I'm with you, right. Stick, yo. I'm with you. Anyway, but I say that to say, in the back of my head, right, I remember in the 90s growing up watching Grant Hill play, mm-hmm. right? And I remember mm-hmm. him in Duke. And this man made it to the NBA and all that. Granted, he was great, but he was basically a right-handed, like, mm-hmm. he only had right-handed layup mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. But he was so dynamic that that worked for him. Right. But few people are that dynamic athletically right. to where you do, that that weakness doesn't hinder you. You said you, something. So I'm going to cut you off. No, you good. So do, do, do what works for you. You understand? For sure. A lot of kids now try to play like other players. Right. Do, do other things other other players do. Right. Do what works for your game. If you're not a three-point shooter, mm. go to the basket. Go to mid-range. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's trying to shoot threes. Like, you're not a three-point shooter. Sin. Wisdom. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like I, I was always a component of that. Like, I was growing up, I wasn't a, a great shooter, like, mm-hmm. early. So it was like, oh, people were like, oh, you can't shoot. I'm like, okay. And I'll still be like, oh, I'm going to the basket. So I'm not going to have you deep me into saying, oh, yeah, he can't shoot. So go. I'm so let me go long. take a free throw. No. <laughs> right. That's not my strength. Right. right. You're right. I can't shoot. So now I'm going to get to the basket. So but you, you can't, can't stop, stop me. me. Right. You can't stop, you can't stop, stop me. me. Stop me over here first. That's why right. I get to the basket. They foul me. I'm like, oh, you can't shoot. I look at them like, tell them to stop me. Right, right, right. Tell them to stop but me. But I got 40 on you. You know what I'm saying? Tell them to stop me. But you see that score? But like I said, yeah, like I said, going to that point. I love do that. Do what like, helps your game. Right. And now, like I said, later on, if you work on your game and expand it to the three point line or whatever, right. cool. But just for you to just to be doing that and that's not your game, like I said, you. you it's it's, 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 it's like. Yeah, that, that's the purpose. That's, that's really the. I want to say first, thank you because mm-hmm. we're all about dropping jewels, especially mm-hmm. to the youth, and that's mm-hmm. something that we really, really big on. And we we fortunate enough to have people like yourself come in and impart that wisdom because of your success growing up. You know what I mean in the basketball world, and in life, you know. But we focusing on your basketball right, career right. at this point. So I just want to say thank you for that because I, I me, I'm a, I'm a pure. I love the game very much, and I'm gonna say two points, and I'm gonna let you pass on to specifics. Good. My point is this: is that. Is the game this game? This game of basketball is is so inclusive mm-hmm. in that you don't have to be the biggest player right. or the right. fastest or the most athletic man. If you just cerebrally, right. we talked about this off there earlier. Absolutely. Like if you think, if you can outthink your opponent, you in there. You, win. Right. you, you can win. be as slow as molasses, right. but you in there. And that's right. what I love about this game. There's no one right way to get mm-hmm. into the success mm-hmm. in this particular game. And that's why I think what you say carries so much weight because. We do, I think, especially now, like you gotta emulate this player. If you're not shooting threes by the boat low, you suck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I say like, that's not true, mm-hmm. bro. Like mm-hmm. that's not fair. So mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. you're a center and you're the most dynamic rebounder, for right. example, Rebound. or shot blocker, or even passer, bro, you got to put me in there. There's got to be somewhere in the rotation. You, you for think me. about so saying that, you think about people like Dennis Rodman, right. like Ben Wallace. Right. right. Like these people were not notable shooters Absolutely. at all. No. Definitely not. But them boys can bang. And, right. and that's what it was. They, they, right. There was a value to having a stud that would all they would do is get you boards. Mm-hmm. All right. they would do was 
you know, tough, tough out every possession. Right. Specialist. Specialist. Exactly. In the 90s, they had specialists. You, right. you come in, you shoot. You come in, you play D. You right. rebound, you play defense. Right. Yep. You score. Right. It's not like that. Yeah, other guys that do everything. Like right. Scotty Pippen. Right. You understand? That's so my, it's like, that's, that's you know what I mean? Favorite right. Time. Like, listen, Scotty was, when Michael when, when Michael retired, yeah. and Scotty was second or third in MVP voting, people, a lot of people forget about that year. 94, he went to the All Star game. Mm -hmm. um, I remember that. He got MVP that All Star game. Yeah, it was mistaken. crazy. Um, you wore the but, pink uh, shoes. Right, yeah. The red, the red, the red suede Pippen joints. You know what it is? You know what it is? My TV, the color was <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, Listen, the, the color was off. So it was pink to me. Got you. But you know what I'm saying. look, as far as being all around, man, and 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 like I said, not having to dominate the game with your scoring, that's something that always another another thing that intrigued me. Like, well, you don't have to. I don't have to go get 30, 40 mm. points to, to dominate the game. Mm. You know what I'm saying another great example, Jason Kidd. Oh my God, <laughs> like one of my Fact. favorite players. All me too. time, me too. Took the Nets to back to back finals, yes. averaging maybe 12, 13 right. points, fourteen rebounds. Yes. All you like, wait a minute, he's a point guard. How's he doing this? Up here, yep. understand? Like I know Master. how to dominate the defense. I know how to dominate the game without scoring the ball, yes. man. So when you see guys like that, like have that skill set as far as up here first, mm -hmm. this and all this, it's like that and this. That's it. You can't, 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 can't be stopped. Yeah, that this. combination is lethal. So we, we talked about kind of when you started, um, you know, developing your talent mm -hmm. and, and really get taking it serious. Mm -hmm. it, that conversation with your mom kind of flipped the switch. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So take me through. So you're ten ish. Mm -hmm. You get to high school age. Mm -hmm. And how does Rice become a place where, A, you want to go, but B, you feel confident that you're going to make a team there? Well, at that time, Rice was loaded. Right. We were loaded. And I didn't. I was undecided as far as high school. I didn't know where I wanted to go. Right. Obviously, St. Raymond and Rice. Right. St. Raymond Rice. Not really? Said, you had St. Raymond on your listen, list? I had, I had okay. listen, Coach, Coach, Coach the Caesar. Yep. Shout out to Coach the Caesar. Right. Shout out to you, used to be on me. And I used to be like, yo, Coach, I don't know if I could do this. I'm saying I'm a Harlem guy. I, went to, I played Riverside. Okay. So it was different dynamics back then. Sure. Riverside guys played at, you know what I'm saying, Rice. Uh, uh, yeah. And Gaucho guys played at St. Raymond. Right. So that's how it was. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, right. Um, me being a Rice guy, I mean a Riverside guy. It was like kind of like, all right, well, you either go to Rice or LaSalle. I was like, you know what? Okay, I'll stay home and go to Rice. And when I got there my freshman year, seeing all the guys that was there, Bronski Dockery, Tyree Wilson, Kenny Satterfield, like I said, Anthony Brown, these are all guards that were that's ahead of me. And it was like one of those, like, oh, and Courtney Fields, another guy. Mm, um, yes. Um, it was like a battle, you know what I'm saying? So, like, for me, that's what I, this is what I grew up in, like, battling. So there's no problem with me. I work out. I I, I I trust my game. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Let's put the ball out there and let's see who the best player is. So. And that was what freshman trials? Freshman year. Freshman okay. year. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't play varsity. Mm -hmm. I played JV my freshman year. Wow. Oh, okay. So you still my freshman up. year they won it. That's crazy. Um, Chutney Gray, Bevon Robin, Tariq Kersey, those guys, Shalik, uh, Shalik, um, Shalik Berry, uh, Dave Thomas. They 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 had a crew my freshman. Year. They beat Lamar Odom. Wow. Charles. I mean uh, Eric Barkley, Christ Speedy Claxton, right? Uh, and Fordham. I'm saying, that's hello, crazy. Hello, Mr. Layup at the buzzer, man. I'll never forget that game. Really? Yeah, point blank layup. Maybe like two seconds left. They, they, they came in, brought the quarterback in. You know, Christ King is a football school too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brought the quarterback in, full in for the court. Threw it down, LO caught it, dropped right over the shoulder, left hand layup. It rolled out. Wow. Man, I was like, hey, listen, I was at being a freshman. Being in that atmosphere, oh, man. but I was say wasn't able to play. It was like I need this, like you know what I'm saying. Like I had adrenaline, like we rushed the court, of course, and like just having that, like that, like okay, 
we need to do this right. We need to do this right here, y'all. So our sophomore year came, and it was like we grinded. Like I said, we, we probably had the most talented team in the country. Wait, I have a quick question about this wow. missed layup. Was this missed layup similar to the Patrick Ewing missed layup? Absolutely. Absolutely. Can we not talk about that shit? <laughs> it was absolutely. This fucking it was, guy, It was bro. actually easier than P.E. Joint. That's what I'm saying. We, no, everybody was surprised. Everybody <laughs> yo, it. yo, no everybody disrespect. It. No, no disrespect. <laughs> I'm doing background checks on you motherfuckers next time I invite somebody. Yeah, if you a Bulls fan, yo, listen, out of yeah, here. Yo, listen. Yo, listen. I remember when Pat missed that layup. Shit I was actually going to say being a Bulls fan. Fuck this yeah, shit, bro. When L.O. missed that layup, man, it was like, like I said, Deja Vu was like one of those, like, wow. Like, I couldn't crazy. believe it. Couldn't me believe he missed it. And uh, he was devastated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, L.O., nah. we said we know how great of a player he was. Hell yeah. Um, it's sad that. Like I said, that, that team, that Crazy King team, was like a giant. It was like David River. David, David and Goliath. Versus, versus Goliath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Like, so I'm saying, so going in, we was already incentive. Like, nobody gave us a shot. It was right. like, oh, yeah, they're going to run you through, going to run you out the gym. So that game was excellent, man. But like I said, going forward, it was just, like I said, that, that seeing that, that hunger, it's like, oh, yeah, we I need this right here. I need this championship field. And our sophomore year, we actually beat St. Anthony's. They were 68. They won 68 games in a row. Oh, my God. They didn't lose a game in four years. That's uh, who's, the, who's the coach? Uh, uh, Bob Hurley Senior. Bob Hurley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legend. Yeah. Bob Hurley? Bob Hurley Senior. 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 Yeah, yeah. Wow. St. Yeah. Anthony's also closed down. Yeah, right, right. Dang. Crazy. Yeah, Anthony so. Perry, Rashawn Bruno. Delvon Harrington, all these guys are all Americans. Wow. Top D1 guys. Like I said, they didn't lose a game in four years. 68 yeah. game, and we beat them in Jersey. So this is going to show that's you. That's crazy. This is going to show you how much talent we had on that team my sophomore year. And it was just like, you know what I mean? It was crazy. Talk to, talk to me about your mindset before that game. Did you guys have a – did you did you honestly Man. feel like y'all could be like – what was your mindset? Was it – I, we could be anybody or was it no, like, absolutely. yo, St. Anthony, yo, we got to nah, come crazy. Going in that practice that we could practice. We looked at the newspapers. Okay. And, you know, check the high school section. And it's like, oh, yeah, Saturday's matchup is, you know what I mean? Basically, don't waste your time. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and it was like, to us, it was like, wait, what? 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 You know what I'm saying? Oh, so they underdogs y'all like that? No, what was, was your no, record at the time? Do you remember? Like, how were y'all faring at the time? We were kind of up and down. Okay. Like I'm saying, because it was the first time of all of us mixing together. I got you. So it was kind of like, you know, rotation. Feeling each other feeling. Out, yeah. And that, that game was up. Pause, moment. by the way. Yeah, right. Just in case. Ah, I'm going with a hard yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that shit. Listen, <laughs> we, uh, we went to that game. Like I said, practice-wise, it was like we was focused. Like I said, we, we heard all the disrespect. And this guy's, like I said, taking that, like I said, that pride and saying, listen, we know we can beat these guys. You know what I'm saying? We know we're better than them. Even though they have the accolades and all that thing, all that stuff. We knew going in, if we play our game, we play hard, play smart, we was going to win. And that's what we did, man. Wow. Kenny, That was Kenny's... Kenny Satterfield, that was his coming, coming out, out party. party. Yeah. What? He, he put on real, like he put on. He came off. We, me and him came off the bench that game, and we looked at each other. I said, "That's my best friend." We looked at each sure. other prior to getting in. It was like, "Yo, this is it." You know what I'm saying? Like I said the gym is packed. Like I said, this is before you know social media. And yeah, sure. Yeah. But the gym is wall to wall in there, and it was like, "That's good." You know what I'm saying? That, that this is when the stars come out. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, just just to interrupt you real quick. Um, so I had a conversation with Kenny Satterfield mm -hmm. uh, a few months ago before mm -hmm. before he took off right. uh, to Ohio. Right. And um and I'm like, yo, son, when are you gonna come on dribble and dance? Right, right, and he's right. like, yo, and this is like the day before he was moving, right? Right. right. And he's like, yo. Yo, next time I come to New York, I'm gonna grab Kev Bell mm -hmm. and we're gonna come on the show. And then the other day I hit you, I, and I was mm -hmm. trying to respect mm -hmm. that. I was, mm -hmm. but then I was like, Yo, I need more content. Right. Let me right. let me just start hitting people up, right. and you right. just happen to respond. Right. So Kenny, right. no disrespect, bro. <laughs> I wasn't trying to steal Shady your thunder. Yo. 
But yeah, you still, you still gotta do what we gotta do. You got, you still, your seat is still here, man. Right. We just keeping Absolutely. it warm. Yeah. Kevin Bell keeping it warm, man. By the way, that segment is brought to you by the FBI. If you ever need to do a background check on a Bulls fan, right. talk to your people at no, the FBI. No, I got your background check. Yo, let's go back to that moment, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you come out of there, y'all beat up on St. Anthony's. Right. What's, what happens next? Well, I guess guys kind of started feeling themselves. Uh, that they said it, it was just up and down. You know, we couldn't we, we couldn't beat we couldn't get over the hump of beating Ron Artest uh, that year. He was in the South. He was a senior. Yeah, right. And like I said, he was tough. His team I won't say his team was as, as as good as ours. They had a few players. Eric Chatfield was actually it's, it's like he was. He was phenomenal. You right. know what I'm saying, guys. I want to. He's also from Queens, right? right. Eric Chatfield. Absolutely. I feel like e. Artest talked about e. Chatfield as like the was, best player he's ever listen, seen. E. Chatfield was serious. You know what I'm saying? So they had a, they had a good team, but we like to the talent we had in the building, we felt like we was untouchable, yeah. especially right. after beating St. Anthony's. But it just didn't go right that year, and we didn't. You know, we fell short. But uh, I mean, that I, I would say that moment as far as beating St. Anthony's let everybody know as far as us. Listen, we the best team in the country. We just got to put it together now. You know what right. I'm saying? That was, so, so that was what, 97 96. Six, okay. 96, yes, sir. Okay. 96, my sophomore year. So, so so, after St. Anthony, you say that you guys were still up in turmoil. Mm-hmm. Like, right. you're still finding yourself. Finding ourselves, right. So, right. But, but when you said people were feeling themselves, you felt like they had a big head. Like, yeah, it was just like, like, like oh, we, pause. We just, Again. Right, well, pause. Um, <laughs> That's you know, all. This is Right. Beating the number one team in the country, of course, you're going to feel certain way. We are kids. We was 15, yeah, 16 course. years yeah, old. Yeah, It's only right. Yeah. We, 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 we walking around. It's like, yeah, but we really didn't do anything. I understand. Right, right. We, we, we won one game. It was a statement you know for that moment. Right, for that moment. Right. And, and we weren't prepared. I don't think we were prepared for that as far as going forward. Like, now we had a bullseye on our back. Right. Guys, you know, myself included, we, we just ain't perform and do the things we needed to do to win. And like I said, we fell short that year, so that kind of was like motivation going in to the next year. Right. Like, we gotta take, we gotta, we gotta put it together, y'all, like because we, we want to win. Like mm-hmm. that was right. the main goal. Like, right. We had, we had our fights, we had our bigger. You know what I'm saying? We bickered, but the Come main on. goal for everybody was to win. So you know what I'm saying? We put it together. You know what I'm saying? That next year and you know this. So, so how does how does it play out, right? Because that season ends in a loss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You guys devastated, likely, right? Mm-hmm. But you're mm-hmm. motivated. Absolutely. What does Mo Hicks do to connect the dots and have your guys come out of the of next year like guns firing? We'll just challenge everybody, you know what I'm saying? Working on your games, doing different things. Like I said, finding a role, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, me being who I was at the time, I was a scorer. Uh, but we, we, need, we had a whole bunch of scorers. So it was like, Kevin, we don't need that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We need you to play defense. You know what I'm saying? We need you to lock up and, and, and do different things as far as being a playmaker. Right. So it was like, okay, cool. Now, like I said, me and Kenny, that's that's uh, uh that summer, we hit the gym heavy, you know what I'm saying? Like just every day. Every day. AAU was was there, but not how it is now. So mm-hmm. we had a lot of free time. Gotcha. Excuse me. Put a lot of work, man. We put a lot of work in. Got stronger, of course. And uh, like I said, our sophomore, I mean our junior year. Me and like I said, the, me and me and him vowed to say whatever we need to do to help this team win. Whatever we need to do for, to help, you know what I'm saying, Rice and put Rice on this pedestal. pedestal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to do, and and that's what we did. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like I said, the, the leadership of Anthony Glover, Bronski, Di- mm. Diary Wilson, the guys that like I said the year before mm-hmm. were kind of like filling them. Like I said, it was like the, f- the first year for them being stars. Now they were seniors and we were juniors, so now they was like kind of like pushing us too. Like listen. Right. We seniors, we want to win. So 
make sure y'all hold y'all end of the bargain. Right. So that was when it was kind of like a you know a chain. It's like now everybody's linked in together, and we started clicking. Man, it was it was scary. That's know? dope. But it was scary. I, I, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking of a few things, and this has all to do with Rice basketball related, mm-hmm. right? Rice high school related right. in general, because of the departure of the school and all that. I feel like there's a, such a legendary story to be told there, mm-hmm. and um, I, I would like for it. Hopefully, like ideally, I would like for it the, the resurgence of the school to right. be the ultimate outcome of this absolutely. whole what I'm talking. Yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like you know it's so it's for me it's so so prestigious. Like mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. we 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 look forward to playing against y'all. But anyway, right. I said that to say like just coming together because there's a story, there's stories, mm-hmm. excuse me, mm-hmm. that are vast and they're historic that need to be told. Absolutely. Right? Uh, we would love to tell it all here. I'm right. dribbling right. dime, right. of course. Right. I mean, come yeah, on, <laughs> bring it all here. Feel me? Yes, all sir. of it. Yes, you know sir. what I mean? Yes. Yes, but regardless of that, I'm just saying the rich history needs to be exposed. And I think that people need to understand, especially here in New York City, like, yo, you, yo, Rice was big, bro. Like, big, big, big. And I wouldn't want to just to fade the black and be on some, like, yeah, whatever, man. I was old and shit. Like, Look at that. Like What's that? What's that? Oh. It's the Raiders, man. I got, yeah. I got it tatted on me, man. Yo, yeah. man, you're tatting every goddamn yeah, thing. Rice this Raiders tatted on me, man. The Raider, man. Like I said, it's like, it's one of these things, man. Like, for me, like I said, I took pride in, you know what I'm saying, like going on that court and representing Rice For sure. in the you know, right way. Right. So uh we all held that. We was all held to that standard. Right. And it was like one of those like like I said, it was you know, like I said, we just, we we wanted to win so bad. So now like I said, when we go outside or go to a party or the girls is like, well, Rice High School? Oh we not eight, you know what I'm saying? They official. Yeah, like yeah, we wanted yeah. that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. So it was like like once we got to that plateau, we got to that to that uh stage. There was no looking back. Right. You you, you, no me- you back. mentioned like the bond, like the upperclassmen, you know, mm-hmm. kind of leaning on mm-hmm. the younger guys, mm-hmm. and I'm sure even mm-hmm. those that graduated right. were putting the pressure. Right. You know, not pressure, but like right. no, listen, the, the confidence, pressure in the right? Good way. right? Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's uncanny because I uh, it's probably happening today. Mm-hmm. I just don't know, mm-hmm. but I know just being around St. Raymond, mm-hmm. how that was happening, Absolutely. right? That trickle down effect Absolutely. was there, and that that. Accountability, because mm-hmm. that sense of pride mm-hmm. meant everything. everything yeah. Today, and we talked, a little, you, you mentioned this a little bit, you've got social media playing such a big mm-hmm. role in mm-hmm. the lives of the athletes, mm-hmm. people in general, but right. like mm-hmm. how athletes do what they do. Right. It's almost like that loyalty doesn't, it doesn't seem to exist. Right. It doesn't look to me like it right. does. Mm-hmm. Because A, you've got the spotlight on the individual most mm-hmm. of the time, right. and that goes to, follows them wherever. Right. It's almost like the <clears> team <throat> Is Second fiddle, maybe mm-hmm. third sometimes. Right, like you right. don't even see what right. they're repping, right. right? Absolutely. And so, which is okay. Mm-hmm. Like I'm all, yo, yo, big yourself up. It's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think it lends itself also to losing that loyalty, that that um, cohesiveness right. that's necessary right. to you for you to be prideful enough to mm-hmm. say tatted on your mm-hmm. on your arm. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that says, yo, this is a, a significant piece of my life. Right. And here, I'm I'm always be proud of this. Right. It's like you from Harlem. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's no place in the world that you go that you won't rep for Harlem. Absolutely. Right. Just Absolutely. like us from the Bronx. I'm right. a Harlem representative to the fullest. All day. Yeah. And it right. should you should be. There right. should be that sense of pride, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. I don't get that. And again, mm-hmm. I I want to have those conversations with some of these younger cats because I, I want to understand. I'm not I'm not young bashing. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't want it to be taken right. that way. Right. Right. I just want to understand because it, it doesn't seem that way to me. Well, do you, I mean you cap you you understand what I'm saying? Like right. you, you see that also? Well, like I said, we're dealing with the youth. Uh, a lot of things as far as parenting mm-hmm. is in, is in, is involved. I feel like the the parents of these young kids uh, 
try to take advantage of you know them, the prospects of the right? kids. Mm. And I feel like mm. that's kind of like the big thing with us. We kind of had our own voices. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't our parents saying, "Okay, well, yeah. no." We were we were the ones out there putting the work in. We were the ones talking for ourselves. Right. Mm. You understand? These these kids now, the parents kind of like selfish. Right. You understand? Kind of like want to live through them. Right. And it's like I see a lot of that, and I was just like. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's excellent to push your kids mm-hmm. as far as getting the best out of them. Sure. But when you start exploiting them and and doing different things, and like I said, it's not basketball motivated. Right. It's just like monetarily you to, like, you or to make them a star. Or it's process of steps. Right. You know what I'm saying? So let them let them be kids. You grind behind closed doors, and then when they get on the court, the work right. will show. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's how simple it was for us. Like we put the work in behind the closed doors. And when the games came, it was easy. It was easy. So right. now, like if you're doing good and you're working and you're winning, they're going to find you. Yo, first of all, thank you for that. Because <laughs> I'm a poet, so we snap when right. we hear some shit. Like, <laughs> snap, <laughs> snap. Right. But I just want to say this real quick, man. Um, I feel like I must speak from an NBA down, right? Mm-hmm. Just because mm-hmm. this is what I, I know most of. Is I feel like the climate is more like they're not loyal to team mm-hmm. for in general. Mm-hmm. In that's general. True. That's what I see. That's and I true. think that that's the culture we live in today. Right. Whereas we came up, like, you're still a Bulls fan mm-hmm. 20 years right. later. Right. Me too. You're a right. Knicks fan 20 right. years later. Right. It's unheard of nowadays right. for that kind of loyalty. Where the loyalty doesn't reside for team, more for individual. Right. You look at the guys like LeBron James. Mm-hmm. People come Cavs fans and Lakers fans right. and Miami Heat fans. Miami Heat fans right. or wherever he goes fans. Right. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that. And no, it is. Yeah. It's just what I'm saying. I just want to point mm-hmm. out the distinction between the, our general Generations mm-hmm. are different, you Absolutely. know what I mean? I think, and I don't know. If, I think as a whole, that's something that the every the youth kind of like mm-hmm. embody. They're like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm I'm for self, you know what right. I mean? It sounds selfish, but in reality, I don't blame them only because yeah, I've either. also seen. I'm speaking only on NBA level, and I'm pretty sure the trickle down is, mm-hmm. is it. I, I've seen where the disloyalty from the actual team itself is as far as the individual you know what I mean right. like they they think about they they help, they don't think about themselves as right. well because right. it's a business at the it's end a business, of the day right. so they so the individual player got to think about themselves mm-hmm. so I and understand it yeah both, both schools thought I think are fair yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. we we're just from an era where the team the the city mm-hmm. I think mattered way more right right right, right. absolutely and I think it's and I I have this discussion often I'm of the school of thought that says kids shouldn't Generally speaking, shouldn't leave where they grew up mm-hmm. right. to go to school, right. not college, mm-hmm. high school. High school. Right. Don't prep out somewhere. Right. Right. Only and again, circumstances are very different Absolutely. across the board. Absolutely. I can't tell somebody who's who you know who can't afford to do much and they're getting a free ride to go to a beautiful school and, and better themselves. I can't right. tell them don't right. do that. Right. But generally speaking, if you're going for the sense for the for the look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I think you could a lot of times what I hear from coaches is like, yo, the same look that you was getting from whatever, mm-hmm. Duke, let's say. Mm-hmm. Nah, maybe that's too hot. Right. Let's let's talk Bowie State. Right. Right? Let's mm-hmm. talk let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Bowie State was looking at you and giving you an, a good look and mm-hmm. offering you something your sophomore year. Right. Now that you were senior and you went and prepped out somewhere else, Bowie's still there. Right. And it's probably right. your best choice. Right. Right. So like it's you build so much community and opportunity from your loyalists right. mm-hmm. you know, domestically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that shit carries you the rest of your life. Right. Like I'm sure, right. you know, uh, Kemba's a, a too high of an example because mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. in every medium you can Absolutely. think of. Right. But like Kenny Sad, I see mm-hmm. it all the time. Right. I haven't been around you very much, but mm-hmm. I'm sure you get the same kind of love Absolutely. in Harlem. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So like, I get that, that love anywhere. Like I said, the right. Queens in Maryland, I'm right. sure. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So like, that's what I'm saying. Like that that matters. Right. And I think right. people discount how important that is. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. But 
Sorry. No. You, nah, nah, nah. It's, it's, no, it's fair. It's all relevant, I think, right? You know what no, I mean? Like, ties in. Is, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like, you know, again, and it's very fair points, but I just right. want to make this real quick. It's apparent, especially when you have talent. You could appreciate what I'm saying mm-hmm. more because we you lived it. Yeah. You were of it more than we are. We, yeah, we, outside. we hoped it. We <laughs> hoped <laughs> it. Right, right, right. I thought I had a, I thought my jump good. shot was working, but I guess it wasn't working. That turned out good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, man, no. It's all up. But what I'm saying is like outside, inside out, right? If you know your person, let's say high school, right? Mm-hmm. You talented, like right. everybody can see, like yo, he he's can make. A, he's the one. He can make it. Right. Like yo, right. if he blinks good, he gonna make. He right. gonna do it. Whatever he do, he doing it. And at the end of the day, you looking at what can get me there the best way, mm-hmm. right? And that's just for me outside looking in. I'm thinking, right? right? I look at guys like Lamar Odom, people you've mentioned before, Andre Barry, who made mm-hmm. it to the league as well. Mm-hmm. My thing is, is that at the end of the day, they're now they're their own business, right? right? Their brand so, own brand, right, right? Right. So they're their own brand. So now, if if you know, and I I hate what, what I'm about to say. I don't like. It. I don't agree with it. But I'm just saying I could respect from afar. Take a guy like that and may go to Duke, for example, right. just because Duke is on ESPN. 12 all, times all, all a year. Time. I say, oh, yeah, every year. Right. Yep. So I, I don't fault those players for going to Duke, Kentucky, right. North Carolina, North Carolina, et cetera. Right. Kansas. And right. I'm tired of the same shit myself. Absolutely. That's why I respect a guy like Absolutely. John Morant who didn't right. go the A, like that yeah. prolific. His situation was a little different because, like I said, he wasn't getting recruited. Right. That's a good point. The, right. You know what I'm saying? From the big school. So right. he had a chip on his shoulder. I got you. T- totally. And, and that's a very good, good uh, point. My thing is, I think if he would have wanted to at the end, he right. probably could have pushed forward or maybe retro. I don't know. But I'm just, throwing, I'm just throwing yep. whatever right. as an example. But what I say is, I say that to say that, they're like my brother was saying, if you're talented, they're going to find they're your find ass. You. They it. will dig under a rock and find your ass because you're talented enough to be in the league. So I don't think you need that Duke, right. North Carolina, oh, no, no. Kentucky right. push right. to make you... The, the man that you are you already that man they gotta find your ass cause they want the next big thing and you it right. so I think it's also about having faith in yourself and say nah I'm going to Alabama for mm-hmm. example where Charles mm-hmm. Barkley played mm-hmm. you know they ain't known but I'm a, I'm known so y'all gonna be known I think he went to Auburn, Auburn. sorry Auburn yeah. excuse me mm-hmm. I think it's in Alabama I mean, it's oh, but you're right you're right you're right, you're right, you're right. It was Auburn. 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 but whatever you know we close right. god damn it right. we, don't, we don't fact check yeah. here right. I just yeah. happen to know that I, I'm in the ballpark yeah, y'all I'm in a goddamn ballpark yeah, right, right, right. respect right. a nigga right. Right. exactly exactly <laughs> but anyway I said yo I just wanna say like first of all it's dope talking basketball with you cause in general it's dope that I can see the I can see no I can see that you know the game it's not just I can do this all day you know what I'm saying though like it's not you play with players I'm pretty sure that you can't talk the game the intricacies of the game I'm not talking about the Mm-hmm. They, they could, some people don't have a brain for the game. They just have a knack for it. They don't right. have the brain. Does that right. make sense? Yes, absolutely. So they could jump out of the gym and score right. 40. They don't right. even know how they exactly they scored 40. Right. They just jumped over people exactly. and dunked them all day. Exactly. But you could tell that like, you're a point guard. It gets, I could see uh, you understand the game from all facets. And I think that lends itself to your growth and your, your game. Studying the game is one of the biggest things, like I said, going forward in my career that helped me. You know what I'm saying? Just like you said, studying your opponent mm-hmm. and like I said, perfecting your craft and just living in the gym, man. Believing in what you put the work in. Like you put the work in, go go show it now. Right. You understand? That's a lot of kids. I, I know they put they work hard and they put the work in, and then when they get on the court, it kind of like they're thinking too much. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you know, they want to impress people. Mm-hmm. Just go play the game. Right. You know what I'm saying? You you work on it. That's right. Just go play. So that's why I think a lot of these kids. And like I said, they see the camera, so it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got to mm, ball out. You know what I'm saying? Just tunnel vision. Like I said, believe in your craft, believe in your work, and go out there and get it done. We uh, <clears throat> we were at 
uh, shout out to Matt Matt Augustine and uh, Anthony Duran. They put on a yeah. They put it. They put a little. Uh, I, I hate to say. It. I shouldn't say that. It was a dope. It wasn't a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pat Nash Classic is what they called right, okay. a few weeks back, right, and so okay. they did that at St. Raymond yes. uh, High School. Right. And what they did was they brought together a lot of junior high school kids, okay. right? Uh, mm-hmm. Teams. Mm-hmm. Mount St. Michael was here. Right. St. Raymond's uh, Elementary School. Yeah. Oh, uh, j- sorry, middle schools. Right. And and one of the plays, I want to say, might have been Mount St. Michael. Mm-hmm. Somebody on Mount St. Michael, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, the coach mentioned, like, the, actually, no, it was St. Raymond Elementary. Mm-hmm. They, they were close. They were mm-hmm. down big. They were down by, like, 15 points right. 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 Um, to a, I forget what school. Uh, actually, it was MS-113. Maybe in, from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. I just want to give them. I just want to give them the just do because they did a great job. Right. Right. But um, the coach from St. Ray's uh, Middle School, he mm-hmm. was saying um, they lost because one of their kids, the kid that had the ball at the end, mm-hmm. he instead of doing the right move, mm-hmm. he wanted to do the showcase move, right. like right. if the camera was on right. him. Right. And he was he was mentioning this is one of the problems, the systemic issues of these kids. Playing for the camera, right. not for the outcome, the actual necessary outcome of the game. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you can take a, sh- when you can drive to the lane mm-hmm. and likely score an easy layup mm-hmm. or get fouled, right. you want to do dri- dribble through right. your legs, right. step back, you and try ooze. to hit, hit a three. You want right. to hear the oohs and ahs. That's right. You want to hear that. Right. But the th- but the thing about that is, you would hear the oohs and ahs regardless. Regardless. Right. And that's you know what, what they saying? don't understand. They don't man. get that. They don't understand. Like, no matter how you get the point A to B, you get there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying so, like. You don't get flash points, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Style nah, points. Nah, you don't get none of that. Nah. But you know, you know what I mean? Nah. In fairness to the player, though, if you look at ESPN, let's talk about highlights right mm-hmm. now. What makes the highlights is not the simple plays. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, and I'm not saying it's because we're, we're all basketball mm-hmm. periods here. Like mm-hmm. we we know what it takes. I'm right, talking about right. just from a, a young perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, twelve year old looking at it. He yeah, watching mm-hmm. ESPN. He not leak. He not seeing the simple lay. He's seeing James Harden's right. three sixty behind the back triple triple step behind the yo. He's hitting a Harlan Globe tried his three point shot. Right. And I'm like, did you? Is, is that really necessary right, right need, here? Did you need to make it? That did you need three right. steps? Right. Hop the foot right. over the right. jump rope. You know, backflip. Did you really need the backflip? I don't get it. Guys, like, like I said, for me watching the game now, like I, I look at guys like Kawhi Leonard. Oh my uh, god, for and sure. It's quiet, yeah. but fundamentally sound. Right. He's not. He's not flashy. He doesn't make the no look passes. Right. Right. Get it done. He's simple. Patrick, Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Guys that, that guy has hard. my heart. He's so Listen, good. He don't care Pause. about scoring. Right. Because he's not a big scorer. He knows his role. I'm going to impact the game in a way that I know I'm going to impact the yeah. game. And that's play defense. And back and back to what best. you were saying right. earlier. Just do your, just play your game. Yeah. Everybody can't be a Kevin Durant. Right. LeBron James. Exactly. God bless Russell him. Westbrook. Yeah. Right. Those guys are freaks of nature. Those right. once in a generation of type of talents. Do what you works for you. What helps your team, you know what I'm saying, win. That's right. And you'll be successful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to do all the, all the you know what I'm saying? You don't have to do the sham guards yeah, and all that right. to be on ESPN. Right. You, know what I'm right. you do a regular left to right crossover, right to left crossover, and get to the we need to get to, get the foul, get your player, your right. teammate an open shot. Right. It works the same way. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So. I think real quick, I, I really love the Patrick Beverly example because he's an example we were discussing earlier. Like, I think sometimes people get caught up in like trying to do too much, like mm-hmm. you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. He's embraced his role. I'm a defender, 
But yo, right. the right. night you play me, you gonna never forget. Listen, it. the night before you gonna have to you gonna have to stop. Yo, the night before I'm gonna be in. You better go to church. I'm in your ass, Larry. I'm in your ass. That's how we took it. Like when when we stepped on the court and we played somebody and we played like the next day, we wanted them to be thinking like, damn, damn, we got to play. We got to play Andre Barry. We got to go Kenny. You gotta go, Kate, Kevin, like Kyle, right. like, like, pick your poison. Right. When it's when you play like that, it's like it's like I said, it's so tough to beat you because now, you, like I said, you so focused on guarding. Okay, let me guard Kenny. Let's stop him. Okay, cool. Now I'm gonna kill you. Right. Or let's guard Dre. Let's double team Dre. All right. Well, now Kenny gonna get off. Like, right. So it's like, you know what I mean? Pick your poison. When you know when saying? when I came to, when I was a student at St. Ray's. I I had nightmares when Rice was coming to play St. Ray's. <laughs> Word up. Like, I was nervous. Yo, and, right. not, and not that I didn't I, have faith in St. Ray's. I know what you're saying. Right. Yeah, but, yo, but it was like, yo, yo this is for real. I agree. Like, I know. It's serious. And, it was and, a championship. And so we talked about Carl Nickerson. <laughs> Shout out to Carl yeah, Nickerson. Nick, my guy. Yeah. Um, and, and Paulie Nickerson, yeah, by the way. They were yeah, obviously on the Nick. show. Family right there. Yeah, but yeah. Um, he, you know, Carl, to me, was the epitome of, like the perfect player mm-hmm. that I mm-hmm. respect. Mm-hmm. My favorite player in the whole world mm-hmm. is Charles Oakley. Okay. Right? Okay. And so when I saw C. Nick mm-hmm. go up against, um, oh my God, I just lost his name. Mm-hmm. Um, from Rice? Yeah, from Rice. Um, Sweet? No, no. Nine, uh, like 93, 94? Nah, 95-ish. Uh, Glover. Mm-hmm. And Glover. And Glover. And Glover. Oh my Yo, God. when I saw them go at mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. I was like, Yo, these are two grown men. Somebody's going to die. Right. Like, that's right. how hard right. they were playing. And the funny thing about it is, and, and let me cut you off, AG is, is older than C-Nick. C-Nick is my age. Mm. So that, that'll that go to show you, yes. as far as when he stepped on the court, what C-Nick was respected on that yes. level. Where it was like I'm a I'm a I'm a you, when you play me even though I'm a freshman or a sophomore right. and you a senior or junior you gonna know you gonna know you gonna have leave, fits. right that, you remember me right like, yo. so that, and that's what like I said that's the thing see Nick was always like that yeah you know always always no matter who you playing against I don't care if I'm bigger than you or if I'm taller than you or if you're bigger than me I'm gonna bring the same intensity I'm gonna bring that same attitude. Mm-hmm. Now what you gonna do? You gonna have to match it. If not, I'm gonna I'm gonna win this match. Mm-hmm. And that's how that's how like I said, guys took it back then. I know how I took it that way. Yeah. If I'm playing against somebody, it's like I'm gonna win my matchup. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To help my team win. So now I don't know what you're gonna do. You're gonna try to be all flashy and try to outscore me, cool. Mm-hmm. But when, when the money on the line, you're gonna be able to see or not and Kevin ain't playing around. The you know crazy thing is, so you look at you look at A. G., mm-hmm. you look at um C Nick. Mm-hmm. And, and Daniel Artest, mm-hmm. those three motherfuckers mm-hmm. had crazy eyes galore. Mm-hmm. Like, and they all played like mm-hmm. tough. Absolutely, they meant you business. Know? They meant business. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's it's crazy. Like, you gotta have crazy eyes in order to play. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's kind of, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Right. Um, but so '98 mm-hmm. comes. Right. You guys make a run. Mm-hmm. You guys win the chip. Right. What happens then? So I, I know we kind of skipped through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. The culmination of right. how that happens. Right. right. But you go back to back. So. It's easy for somebody to win a championship and then fall off because now you talk. The target is humongous on Listen, your back. So all right, ninety eight is our junior year. Me and Kenny Satterfield's junior year. Anthony Glover, Bronski, Dockery, Dyree Wilson, Frank Temple, Kendall Manor, uh, Anthony Brown. Like I said, we those are all seniors. Mm-hmm. Like I said, these are all guys that we looked up to. Like I said, those are our brothers, but we held us up to a certain standard. When we, when we went to that year, now me and King looked at each other and said, "It's on us." I'm saying that's just how it is. Like yes. Yeah. Like, so it's like, what we got to do to come back next year and be better than we were this year? Like, my, our junior year, we lost maybe two, maybe three games the most. And we came back, our senior said, we don't want to lose any games. So now how do we do that? Let's get in the gym. You know what I'm saying? Let's get in the gym. So that's what we did. We got in the gym. And like I said, going Dre, Dre and Kenny, those two, I would say, 
out of everybody that I went to play high school basketball with, were probably the two most dedicated guys I've ever been around. Dre wow. Barrett. Andre Barrett and yep. Kenny Satterfield. Wow. When I mean I say that, our practices were three hours. Mm. And I'd say three hours and three hours of like actual practice, like y'all working. When you leave out of there, it's like I want to go home eat and I want to go shower and get in the bed. Yep. These guys would leave and go and come to Kips Bay Boys and Girls Club mm. and go to the weight room and put up shots. You know what I'm saying? So for them to like even with me, like I said, talent wise, I was right there with those guys. Mm-hmm. They worked harder than me. You understand? Mm. Like I'll go home, I want to watch Martin. Yeah. <laughs> I want to watch Martin. Hey, Gina was fly. You know I want to <laughs> go home and watch Martin and laugh and eat. Right. That's what I want to do. I, I practice every like it was like it was one of those things with me. Right. I mean, but that's reasonable. You For put sure. in three hours, bro. Those guys like, were like these guys are savages. Nah. And I'm saying, it's, it's no. We taking a train from Harlem. They taking a train from Harlem. Two two trains in a bus to get to where they got to get yeah. to as far as getting home. For so for them to so that dedication. It was like, oh, all right, well, I got to get on my game because I don't want to be the one holding us back. Right. So now, when they do that, I'm coming over here with them. Oh. So no more Martin. No, it was no It was like, yeah, I'll catch it. You know what I'm saying? I'll catch it. <laughs> but I wanted to win. Right. So it was like, you know what? I'll come over here if I had to spend the night at Kenny's house. That's what you know I'm saying. Like, that's why me and him so close. Right. Uh, wow. we, we'll go work out. And me coming back all the way, traveling to Harlem and doing all that, I was like, nah, I'm going to stay at your crib. And It, it you know meant that much to you guys. Listen, it was like, listen. <clears throat> When we walked around, we walked around with a badge of honor. Yeah. So you, you carry your name around, you understand? So now going to Rice and being at Rice, it's the name on the front, it ain't the name on the back. Mm. So when you walk around, people see you and go, oh, that's Kevin Bell from Rice. That's Kenny Satterfield from Rice. That's Andre Barrett from Rice. That meant something, mm-hmm. you understand? So now what you going to do about it? You going to be big-headed and walk around and go, yeah. Or you going to say, nah, I'm going to put my head down and I'm going to run through this wall. Mm. So that, that was the that was the mentality we had. Are like, you going to contribute right. to it or are you just going to live off it? Or you just going to right, live off it. Right, right. exactly. So how how you going to help? Yo, let me tell you something. You firing me up so much. I want to see I want to see Rice versus St. Raymond again right now. Yo, we got to pull up the legends. So we have to pull up a legendary St. Raymond versus Rice you know, game. You know, you, know, you know what's crazy you know, about that? that? Like, and that's how you know... I'm fired up. That's, and, I'm and, dead that's, ass. and that that's our perspective. I'm serious. And we, and we say I'm not we, like we bleed orange and blue. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. right. But, Absolutely. But as you should. steel sharp and steel. Absolutely. And and that Dude. legacy, bro, like that's so Yo, listen, it's man. such a I'd even call it a dynasty. Right, right. right. Like it right. was such a I mean, team right. after team. Like I said, even after us, man, like I said, the guys yeah. that came in that building, man, like I said, the Curtis Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Edgar Sosa. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Russell To Robinson. the end. Like, to the last year. The names, the, the names keep going on. That's like right. Like Chris Fouch. You got... It's just... It's ridiculous. Dorville right. Carter. Like, yep. these guys that yep. people don't know as far as, like, like are national, but these guys were serious guys. Like, tough you know guys, yeah. Young guys. Like, so, it's like... The, the, the legacy. Tradition. You know what I'm saying you carry it yeah. on. Right. When yeah. you get here, don't just be like, oh, I'm, I'm content with being here. I'm good. Right. Nah. 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 Now you're you not the one. Do? How you gonna uphold this? Mm. How you gonna hold this and hold? So we can look up there in the sky, like you see the back signal, you see the right signal. How right. you gonna do that? How you gonna hold that up? Right. What you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? So that's what it was. I wonder. I wonder. And again, this is not me reporting live, and I don't know the history of why, you know, Rice is no longer. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that mentality that you possessed, mm-hmm. it didn't make it. To the end, as far as, and I'm not talking about his players. I'm not, mm-hmm. now I'm putting it all on the back of players. I'm talking about overall. overall. I wonder if that mentality 
didn't sustain the test of time. I wonder. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is a probably just an open-ended question because right. I, it feels like yo, I, we felt the we felt the intensity, man. Like I feel like yo, you that's success. Right. That mentality right. is success. Absolutely. You can't fuck with that. Absolutely. Like you can't deter that. It's right. it works a hundred percent. Put it all, sacrifice, give it everything you got. You can't fail. Even if you lose doing these things, you still win. You walk away and you feel good because yeah. you're like, I gave it my all. I yeah. did everything I needed to everything. do to try to win this game right. and try to win. You know what I'm saying? So right. that makes it's like I said, it's a self thing, it's a pride thing. Right. You go home, it's like, all right. I said, if we did lose, what do I what what do I have to do for us to win that game? We, we lost the game by three points. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could have got that steal in the third quarter. Mm. I got that offensive rebound. I stayed there and watched. Or mm. I ball watched on defense when I know I should have been in and out, ball you man. You know what I mean? Just right. things like that. It's like the, the small things that don't go on the stat sheet, that don't people don't talk about. These are the things that I tried to bring to our team. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, listen, if a guy, if a guy is killing and I'm and I'm guarding one guy slowing him down and another guy is killing, switch. Mm. Pride. Don't let, don't get yeah. that away and go. Nah, yeah. I got him. Yeah, right. Like you know what I'm saying. So if I go to you, I'm like, yo, yo, switch. Yeah. He and he see me say that. Okay, I've got him. Because he believe that he, my brother to the right of me or left of me believes in me to go. Right. Okay, well he gonna switch now. Let's go. You yep. know what I'm saying. So yep. you, you might have guys that you might do that too and go. Yo, switch. Nah, I got him. What you mean switch? Yeah, I got him. You mean why he dropped thirty on your ass? Listen, I'm trying to win this game. I guess. I guess. I guess he's going bigger than you. It's no like it's no dropping sixty. He he got he got the, he got the best of you today. It happens. Yeah, it's happened. Let though. me try to get him now, so we can win this game. Yeah, that's right. my whole thing. So. I have a quick uh, a couple questions mm-hmm. about your game itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you know? Were you considered? How would you like looking back? Would you assess yourself as like a great defender on the team? And what role? Because you, I'm impressed with something. You embraced your role when they told you we don't need to score. We mm-hmm. just need you to lock up on D and play rebound, etc. What, what? How did you see yourself looking back? Like yo, you were X Y Z type of a player. Uh, Does that make? Right. Or, or can I? Oh, there's no pigeonhole. For no, you. no. Listen, it was was one of those things like I said back then it was like I just want to do whatever was right for the team right. like I said uh, coming into high school I was a tremendous uh, offensive player I could do everything right. coming to Rice now it's like okay you get handcuffed a little bit because we got other guys that yeah. do these same things so now what you going to do with, like, how you going to contribute defensively was one of the main things that I was told like listen you, if you sell your hat on defense you can stand out you can be standing out and you can help us mm. well, that's, what, that's what I got to do cool like I said, I had a guy in front of me, Bronski Dockery, good friend of mine. He was a defensive menace. You understand? Like 94 feet, ball pressure, strong, mm-hmm. smart. I, I looked at him as like a springboard, like, okay, in practice now, I got to do what Bronski's doing. You know what I'm saying? So now when the game comes, it translates. With me, I would look at myself, like I said, it's like a. Don't, sh- don't say two way. Please don't say two way. Yeah, I, I mean. <laughs> Three way. <laughs> I was like the back in your day, everybody was a two way. Yeah, you right. all, everybody had to play DLS. Your ass out of the out of the game. I would say as far as like as far as overall game, I was like, like a, not like I don't say Grand Hill. You mentioned Grand Hill, but like as far as that and that, as far as what he brought to the Duke, his first, he oh, wasn't like okay. a big time scorer. Okay. Right, right. He, he did everything. Right. He rebound. He versatile. scored. He, you know what I'm saying he got got his guys open. So he was a leader. Right. You know what I'm saying? Meaning like when things are wrong, I'm gonna be that voice. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying yeah. I'm gonna talk to you guys and I'm gonna go show it. You understand? I understand? So I was just like a guy, like I said, whatever. He whatever was the leader the, of that team. Whatever the patch holes, and, and I don't say that to be. Nah, nah. You know what I mean? Like, nah, they, nah. my guys, they know. Like, they yeah. know what it is. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? With me, it's I okay. took it. You can bring yourself up here. Yeah, pick yourself up, goddamn. He was the shit. I'm humble. I'm a humble guy. Everybody know they know that. I'm Listen, humble. let me tell you something. most humble person has to be honest. Let me tell you something. You look like Kimbo Slice. Let that shit work for you, bro. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? So look, you flex your muscle. The game, I said, look, I want to impact the game. I want to win. You know what I'm saying? So right. whatever I got You was a leader. Win, you know I'll saying? put it. He was a goddamn so, leader. You know and listen, everybody got a role. Everybody can't be a 30-point scorer right. or right. a leader right. or a great right. rebounder, but right. you embrace what it is that you are and you do it to the best of your ability. And that plays a, a, a huge role in the overall scheme. Big word is sacrifice. Mm. You know See, y'all... <laughs> I, I sacrificed. Think, I know I did. Y'all knew how to Kenny do that. sacrificed. Yeah. Trey sacrificed. We all sacrificed. Some of our game, we could all could have went to schools where we could have all averaged thirty somewhere. Mm, right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right. killing it, but but then y'all would have lost probably. Not winning. Yeah, it wouldn't. So it's like the, the, old, the overall different. result. Like now, what you did, y'all? Yeah, I averaged twenty five. You want to see what chips you got? And well, now it wasn't that good. No, nah, we was trash. So what you saying? So you so like you know, say so you can't talk to me. Right. Okay? Don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm serious. Don't talk to me. But like I say, I'm on a team where I know I can get twenty five, but I'm sacrificing because I want to win. That's the overall yeah. goal, winning. Yep. So with me, it's like I don't care about stats. I'm saying I look at this shit. I look at this paper the next day from games, and I knew like what I had as far as points or rebounds was because you know what I mean. You have you have managers that tell of you course. stats, but I didn't care. You know what I'm saying I just looked at it like, damn, how can we be better? You know what I'm saying? How can next time it don't come down to a two point game? We went by ten. Mm -hmm. That's how. That's yeah, how I was comfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm I but I, I still like I want to big you up because I think that's a very mature mindset to have for such a young age, right? Because oh, here's my thing, right? Let's say you were taking a backseat offensively, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Did you feel at the time like whoever was the leaders on mm -hmm, offense mm -hmm. were superior to you in offense to where you or let's say even a better shooter? Never mind mm -hmm, superior. Mm -hmm. Let's say like more he, he gets more shots. Right. In the back of your mind, like, yo, I can hit that, too. Did now, that listen, ever come up? Absolutely. Right. Say, being See? being, being an a, a alpha, you have that. Right. Yeah. I was an alpha. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you have that. That shit don't die. You know, you wasn't You have that much. mentality. Like, like I said, my, my sophomore year, like I said, I wasn't getting the playing time early on that I felt I should have. Okay. You know what I mean? So me and Kenny, same way. It was like one of those, like, we go, we practice hard, do what we need to do. Games come, we wouldn't see the minutes. So it's like, you know, what we doing wrong? We start doubting ourselves a little bit. Nah, man, we ain't doing nothing wrong, man. Like, we got to go talk to him, like, as far as coach. Yeah. All right, go talk to him. It's like, oh, the same politics, political things. Oh, you reach your turn. You guys are, right, keep working hard. Cool. That happens, and it's still like. Yeah, what's nothing, up? Nothing so changed. now it's like, now, like I said, now as a, as, a, as, a, as a man, it's like, wait, I'm putting the work in. Why, why am I not seeing, seeing the court? Like, so now, like I said, because you want to win. So it's like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm not trying to be selfish, but what's going on? Yeah, where's my you understand? piece? Like, what's going on? So I think I, that's the biggest thing I struggled with as far as early in my uh, high school career, right? So it was like one of those, like, trying to find my niche and, like, seeing, like, okay, well, I want to be on the court. I don't like, I don't have to start. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just get give me on the some court. Minutes. Yeah. Let me get in there so I can show you what Why? I can do. Right. Not just me telling you this. I want to show you. So like, look, look over, I look over at you, you go. Oh, I trust you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's the big thing with me. So it was like one of those, like, you know what I mean? But uh, having that alpha mentality and being, it was just like, like I said, we all had it in us. Now I was like, well, you know, scale it back a little bit for the for the betterment better better of the team. team. You know what I'm saying? So, Quick question. Uh, yo, I'm sorry. I'm hogging the questions here. My question is, do you ever think of, have you ever coached and have you ever thought of coaching? Well, uh, I just started coaching maybe a couple years ago with uh, Kenny. Before oh, okay. he left, we was uh, team different. He was at, we started at New Heights, mm -hmm. and we formed, he formed his own team, you know what I'm saying? He brought me on. Uh, I coached uh, a little bit at Monroe College okay. uh, for about a half a year, maybe like 08, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, I'm an alumni there. Um, oh, okay. Coach Jeff Brewster is still a head coach there, okay. my guy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I've always thought about coaching. Now that I'm older, it's like I want to coach, but I kind of like want to get into 
the front office part of it, like the, okay. the scouting and putting the team together. I think, mm. like as far as what I know, my knowledge, knowing the type of players it takes to win, uh, can, like I said, chilling, do the up, puzzle pieces, right? Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. So I'm working towards, you know, like I said, in the future, that's one of my goals is that's what's being, up. you know, either a general manager, a head of the scouting department. Like I, I mean, just put me in the front office somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Right. I feel like my basketball knowledge and you know what I've known and what I've I've received over throughout my years. I feel like I can definitely, you know, saying help and you know what I mean. And I mean that with the most humble. You know what no, I mean? See, that's what you fucked up. I mean that. I mean that's what you fucked up. We're gonna edit that, that shit out. <laughs> with the most, you know, what I'm saying nah, like, fuck like that. with me, Yo, I talk Kevin, I'm the shit. I talk basketball twenty four hours straight. I, I consider myself a very humble person, right? But you got to come to a point also to understand, yo, I'm nice at this. Right. Great right. at it, right. and, that, and and it's not to say like my wife told me that all the time. I'm better than see? you. It's just that I know I can hold my own doing right. this. Right. Somebody might do it different, might do it even better than mm-hmm. you. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but you're still great. You're still good at your shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So stop the bullshit. That's all. Yeah, you know. No, but it's cool. It's a beautiful thing. I know it comes from a good place that you know you're very humble. It's a dope thing, but it's also like yeah, you confident in your shit. Like, right. you know what I mean? No, I don't definitely. Like, you know how to do this? Is that like I said, off the, off the court, I'm a totally different person than on the court. On the court, it's like I'm an animal. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Then yeah. when you get off, you like, not I know know. To, right, I know how to you know, turn it down. Turn it down. So it's like, it's different. Like I said, to, 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 to hear myself talk about things I did, and I just like, it's, 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 it it feels weird. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I see. Yeah, I, I got see. you. So that's that's the mark of a humble person. Like, hey, but we're going to kill that noise. Right. <laughs> so um, you should definitely be in basketball, man. I got, so I got a couple questions. 98. 99, y'all win back-to-back chips, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Town's buzzing. Colleges are looking at the whole team, mm-hmm, probably, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. When do you start getting a look or, or consideration from schools and who? what schools were kind of taking taking a look? Because I know there was rumblings about Villanova, oh, a man. bunch of shit going on. See, Villanova, that was a funny thing because Steve Lappers was the coach at the time, head coach. Yep. And, uh, coach he, comes, Joe he comes up a lot on coach this Coach Joe Jones was assistant coach. He was the one that was recruiting me there. Hofstra was on me heavy. This is when Coach Jay Wright was there. Mm-hmm. And like, listen, that's my guy. Like, Jay Wright, I'm talking about we'll have workouts. And like I said, there's no cell phones. And we'll go to a gym, and he would be there. And I'd be like, how the hell did he find yeah, me? Yo, you know what I'm saying? That's how I was with him. And he was like, yo, listen. His scouting department. Uh-huh. At that time, being young, <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to be home. Hofstra wasn't as far as like a, a Big East school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So my mentality was different. And I'm saying, I looking back at it, I was like, wow, I could have... You know what I'm saying went to, went to school with, and played for one of the best coaches in, in ever, the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's one thing I look back at. But Hofstra, like I said, Villanova, uh, Pittsburgh. Like I said I had a few Big East schools. Like Big East, I was I had my mind on Big East because growing up it was like yeah, it was Big, East Big East was like that was yeah that was like the epitome of them in the ACC mm-hmm. right was like the epitome of college basketball. Right. So, um, so those okay, so those schools are taking a yeah, look. Yeah, um, and I know. Grades came into play as far as your ability to go from high school to, to D one. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about how that went down. Well, I, I couldn't pass SAT. SAT at that time was culturally biased. Say nine hundred as far as athlete. To, oh right, to, right, right. To, to, you know to qualify. Yep. As, as far as depending on what your GPA is in school, I had a low GPA just because, like I said, I was lazy. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, what I mean, basketball was like everything. Everything. So it was like. Once I, I once I got back into a corner, that's when I okay I gotta do my I, do my, I gotta do my work. I wasn't one of those guys that's like I'm gonna get A's like Andre Barrett on a roll, mm, Andre wow. Sweet, Kyle Cuff, these guys are on a roll. Even wow. Kenny, Kenny was Kenny was you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kenny was 85, 90 stupid. You know what I'm saying? Me, it was kind of like 
I relied on basketball, not the classroom. You know, and like I said, it was wrong. I tell my kids this all the time, like, yo, because my kids are smart. Listen, don't be like your dad. Be better than your dad. Mm-hmm. Did that come you know from a mean? place of like, yo, basketball is going to take me where I need right. to go? It was one of those, absolutely. Okay. It was like one of those, like, yo, listen, I'm playing ball. I, like, school was like secondary yeah, type thing whatever. when it's supposed to be the other way around. Right. Um, so that's kind of like what jammed me up. But uh, like I said, um, through God's grace, man, I was able to, you know, wiggle through the cracks and still find a way to maneuver and do, so, do so my you, thing. You, that came as a realization for you, your mm-hmm. junior year, right? right at right. at, uh, at Rice. Rice. Mm-hmm. So you took your senior year mm-hmm. and you went elsewhere. Mm-hmm. How did you come to to figure, all right, R- Riverdale is the place that I'm going to go mm-hmm. to to prep and finish out? Well, I actually... Finished my senior year at Rice. Oh, and, you uh, did? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. took a fifth year? Right. Oh, I see. And uh, I played in the wheelchair classic mm-hmm. out in uh, St. John's. Mm. And uh, Coach Kevin, because Coach Kevin Brodus, he was at um, American University at the time. Him and Art Perry was the coach, the head coach. They came after the game and was like, um, asking me about my academics, you know, stuff and what I was going to do with school. And at the time, I was just like, I was lost. I was like, like I said, I was talking for myself. It wasn't nobody talking for me. Right. Mm-hmm. It was like one of those, like, well, I don't know. So I was like, oh, listen, have you ever heard of us? And I was like, I, 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 honestly, I don't know. I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, okay, well, this and that. Gave me change numbers. They were, like, so adamant as far as, like, building their program around me. For me, being a kid, like they said, it was like, like y'all, like y'all, y'all gonna take a chance on me? Right. All right, cool. Like, and everybody was like, oh, American, like, that's a, I was like, listen, I wanna play. That's all I cared about. Like, give me an opportunity where you gonna let me be me, and I was going, I was there. So, they set up everything as far as the prep school and doing that thing. That's how I ended up going in Maryland and going to Riverdale. And uh, say, I, I was there for a year and had an excellent year there, man. Shout out to the Riverdale, man, Coach, Col- uh, Coach Walt Webb, uh, Greg. Uh, Wayne, West, those are my guys that I played with down there. Um, mm-hmm. Twins, like we, like we, we went down there and we tore that whole DMV area up mm-hmm. because, like I said, we weren't Riverdale wasn't like a big school as far as basketball down. There. Okay, right. and um, you they know, just cobbled together a bunch of cats and y'all were killed. Man, they 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 planted the seed. It was like before I got there, and once I got there, it was kind of like we see it blossom now because, like I said, they gave me the keys to let me rock mm-hmm. and. Uh, we did a lot of good things that year, man. Uh, we ended up finishing third in uh, in Maryland. We lost in a state championship game at Cole Field House. I had tore my uh, meniscus in, oh, the, in the game. We were up 18 and a half right before the half. I did something. I tweaked my knee, and it swelled up on me in the second half, so I couldn't play. We ended wow. up losing. What's up? Wait. So, was, yo, was, damn. Was yeah. Carmelo coming up there? Yeah, Carmelo time? was at, actually in Townsend Claflin. He was young. Okay. And we he played was, against Townsend Claflin that year. Okay. He was like maybe – I want to say a freshman okay. or a sophomore. Okay. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he would call me. Mello was definitely on that team for sure. Mm, that's and, uh, crazy. I don't know if y'all ever heard of the kid Tamir Goodman. Nah, Tamir Goodman. Tell us about his it. Nickname was, uh, the Jewish, his nickname was Jewish Jordan at the time because he was Jewish. He played with the young girl. Okay. Played in Maryland. Oh, word. Maryland. I remember Listen, him. Listen, me and him played in the Capitol Classic together. I played in the Capitol Classic. I remember and, uh, like I said, he, he played was, with Juan Dixon. Right. And, uh, um, uh, right. And uh, listen, he's a good, real good dude, man. Wow. And like I said, he was like when I when we played against him, the news, everybody was dead. I'm like, hey, like, yo, listen, he's a big deal out here. So like playing against him, they was like, oh, okay, like this is like this feel like home. It feel like being back home. Okay, so so he like caught and bought the best out of me, you know what I'm saying? Guys like uh Delonte Holland, Mike Sweetney. Yes, you know, I was just gonna say Mike kinda looked like him a little yeah. bit too. <laughs> yo, word. Damn, <laughs> son, we put Mike, everything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Bernard <laughs> Robinson, all these guys, like I said, Deion Saunders. We had a crew, man. Uh, we ended up playing against, in the Capitol Classic, we ended up playing against Kyle Cuff and Andre Sweet. They was on the world team. 
Mm-hmm. I was on the DC team and they was on the World Select team. So we ended up, and we beat them, of course, you know, we beat them. Right. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Oh, light, you know what I mean? so, light work. But, uh, yeah, like I said, this, I mean, that, that experience was, was, was awesome, man. Um, I wouldn't change anything, you know what I mean? It was like, I had to, like, like I said, my junior year from race to through Riverdale, those three years, probably like the best mm. basketball-wise as far as how I felt in my life because it was it was no pressure. It was just, just ball out and hoop, just go out and hoop, man. And it was, let me be me. So. Well, okay, a quick question. You coming from high school, you had to sacrifice your game. Mm-hmm. But you said you you got to be you. Mm-hmm. I want to know what the distinction, what did it look like as far as outside looking in? Yeah, Mr. Sweetney, why don't you yeah. tell us? Nah, listen, well, listen, who, listen. Who, who were you that you couldn't be in Rice in just like after said, rice. being like I said, being in race, like I said, it was different. I know, right? It's a different situation. Going to Riverdale now, they needed the guy that can score. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm back they in my element. They need the alpha to be they the need alpha. that like oh that dog. So it's like oh I can do this. They're like yeah. Oh now it's like oh. So now I got there. Like I said, just me learning my teammates, learning who can right. do what spots. And once we got gelling, it was over. I got my shooters. I got my bigs. I'm got get on my shoulders. Let's go. That's wow. how it was with me that whole year. It was like, yeah, let's go. When people, I had a name coming in, could they, coming from Rice. Right. So people knew who I was. It was like, oh, that's Kevin Bell. All right. like, you know what I'm saying? So people was at me. And I, I was comfortable. Like I, I, I knew like I, I got people off the court as far as if anything happened, I'm right, good. Right, right. Right. So that's what you kind of need, too, with comfortability. But once I was comfortable, it was on. It was on, man. I had wow. a great year. I had it. Like I said, I was able to be me. Like I said, I was back in my junior high school days. That's how mentally I felt. Like right. nobody could stop me. That's how, like, you know what I mean? So it was one of those. You know what I mean? I went back to my 24. Like, that was like my favorite number in junior high school. I was 24. Yeah. And then when I got to Riverdale, I got that number back. So I put that on. I felt like Kobe. Like, you know what I mean? Ah. It was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm good. I can get back in my element. So it was like I said, it was wonderful, man. Uh, Riverdale was. It's a great school, man. Great people. Met, you know what I'm saying? Met a lot of, uh, networked and did some things out there. And I'm like I said, I, and, and it's a come a full circle. So now I'm back out there moving. I moved out there with my family. So, right. you know what I mean? It's great, man. And, and you, so you did that. You had a great year mm-hmm. at Riverdale. Mm-hmm. And then you ended up going to American University. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For a year. For half a year. Half a, okay. Half a talk, talk about how that went down. Well, like I said, I, I had two of my knee. I told you. Right. So this is the first time I'm having surgery. I, I, I didn't like I said a meniscus. I was like kind of like nervous, but they was like, oh, three month injury, cool. Let's fast forward. No, um, I played the Capital Classic game with the torn meniscus. Oh, and did didn't you know? know. Oh, no, you and didn't. didn't know. So I'm saying it was like one of those like, oh, my knee swelling is hurting. So now that Capital Classic is over, I'm telling my coaches at American like, yo, my knee. All right, we'll set you up with an MRI. They're like, oh, you gotta get surgery. So now I'm like Damn. 19 years old. I'm like surgery. Oh man. So I'm like, all right, cool. Did surgery in June. I came home, had the surgery from Dr. Uh, Clark. He was the Knicks doctor at the time. Okay, shit. Um, so he did that, cleaned me up. And uh, I went I went out to American. I was out there for the, it was a step, a program called a STEP program. It's for incoming freshmen to help you, you know, in, with, with, with college life. The transition. So we had classes, yeah. things like that. But I was rehabbing. August comes, we have, you know, practice. We had two days. I'm still, like, mentally I wasn't right because, like I said, I'm still trying to rehab my knee. And now I'm trying to fit in as far as a new team. This is college, this is men. So now I'm trying to, like, oh, let me tell you, excuse me, the coaching staff had left. Art Perry had got fired. Uh, so now it's Coach Joe Jones is the head coach there. He was at a Virginia prior to that. So they, you're not his guy. Right. So you know how it is. So it's like they, they had his staff. And I got Coach Kevin was still there, but it was like, all right, we, we watching to see what you're doing now. Like, coach Kevin was the assistant? assistant. He was the head yeah, assistant. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He's actually the head coach right now at Morgan State. Oh, okay. He's got the head coach in, in Big Julius Island. I don't know. He's from New York. 
legend. He's shout out to assistant. That's that's coach. where my my social fellowship group I grew was founded at Morgan okay, State. Okay, salute, so shout yeah, out, salute to Morgan. Man. <laughs> yes, sir. So uh, he's there. He was there, and it was kind of like I felt the kind of like the like the eyes, like like what you going to do? Yeah, peeping you. So now I get healthy. Now I'm waiting on the clearinghouse. Now you know what I'm saying. So I'm practicing with the team, but I wasn't able to play. Clearinghouse got involved. So now here comes December. I get a letter to my house. My mom calls me, calls my dorm room. Uh, got the letter here from the NCA, so I'm like, kind of like, all right, like, I'm saying like, yeah, like, right, read it to me. Lay it on she me. read it to me, and it was like, oh, listen, you're not cleared. So now my mind is racing. I don't know what's going on. Like, and this is, grades? this is grades. This is grades. This is for the SAT okay. and my GPA. Like I said, the clearinghouse. You know how NCA is funny, man. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. Say that um, again. When that happened, it was kind of like now I'm back to square one. It's like, what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Like my mom, like I said, she she's a mom. She doesn't know about basketball. Yeah, yeah. Or that whole thing, yeah. Recruiting. So now I'm just like, what I'm going to do? So I came home for the, from December to June and was in contact with a, a good friend of mine, Charles Pringle from Philly. My man Tuna, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. He was at American with me. He ended up going to junior college in Arkansas, uh, to West Stark University, well, West Stark Community College, excuse me. And he kept calling me, yo, come out here. I'm like, nah, that's too far. You know right. I'm a New York kid. Right. He's like, yo, I'm telling you, good, you're gonna be good. I'm like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Arkansas is like. And he a Philly dude, right. so, so he, it was like, it's, but I trusted him. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? No, but I'm, I'm saying is like him being a y'all right. both city right. dudes. So for him right. to say, yo, Man, it's, it's, good. it's a good look. So I went out there to visit, and Coach Doc Sal was the head coach. Like, listen, when I, I going in, I didn't know what to expect as right. far as him. And going in, and like I said, meeting him, he was the most laid back guy. But he knew the game ins and out. He was a uh, Eddie. He was under the, the coaching tree of Eddie Sutton. Oh, okay. So he was already had Division One ties, wow. players. He, excellent guy. He was like, "Yo, listen, you know what I'm saying? Like, your situation is like one of many. Like, you're not the only. There's one nothing special about right, this. Right. this. We like, see look, this all the time. So listen, said, what you going to do about it? Like, as far as basketball, like you going to? And I was like, listen, I want to be the best player I can be. Man, that year. I got introduced to the shooting machine, uh-huh. mm. shooting gun. And like I said, I had 24-hour access to the gym, weight room. These are things that was like new to me. Coming from New York, we don't have no shooting gun here. Nah. Growing up, we didn't have no shooting gun. Get your own rebound. Get your own rebound. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Workout, that's Figure cardio and all that stuff. But the shooting gun, <laughs> right. like I said, now I got my shot clicking. That was like the last part of my game that I needed to, to take that step. And I got that shot clicking out there, man. And Everything else was history, man. We we ended up going to the nationals that year, lost in the semifinals. With like like and Coach Doc, like I said, you talking about like I said, feeling like I was in back in junior high school in Riverdale. I got that flashback again, but I'm older, stronger mentally. I was like, oh no, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's now problem I'm, now. I'm coming down. I'm letting it go from 37 feet out. Damn, you know what I'm saying Steph. 35. I'm talking about easy. And these are things I prior I wasn't doing. So now you you start looking at that going. Wait, I could do this? Yeah, my game just opened up. And crazy. now it was like my head, like I said, it was just like, like I said, I just lived in the gym. So that was like I said, that experience like really catapulted me to doing like, okay, sticking with it. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I could have gave up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mentally, like I said, at the time, at that age, when guys go through the what I went through as far as clearing house and not playing yeah. and Juco, going from where I went to, being a name, a big name, to now like on the back burner, mm-hmm. you could like, you know what, I don't wanna care about this shit no more. Mm-hmm. But that kind of like lit a fire under me, like nah, you know what I'm saying, I'm still good, like I know I can do this. And like I said, it made me go harder. Like I said, I left that year, uh, I got all, all conference as a freshman, all tournament teams, all that thing, all that type of stuff, but it was like I was missing something. 
fast forward now, I go to come home to Monroe College. You know what I'm saying for my sophomore year. So take take me through that because like you had you, you mentioned you had a good thing going at, mm-hmm. at Western mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you love the coach, right? But you figured there was family man. Uh, I'm a family. I'm family oriented. You know what I'm saying? My okay. mom is like you know what I'm saying it's my world. Yep. So at that time, her not being in my game, she's my biggest supporter. She wasn't there to look over and be like, damn, this shit real. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So now, you know, I'm calling her, I'm calling her back home. It's like. Mom, I want to come home. She like, knock it off. You know what I'm saying? You doing what you need to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I came home for Christmas break, and I spoke to my grandma. And she was like, oh, what else you going to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so what? You got to, like, you don't have no family there. You know what I'm saying? Use that as motivation. motivation. So I'm like, okay, that's what, second half of the season, I, I propelled and, and did what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. But it was just, like I said, she was, at the time, wasn't she wasn't doing well physically. Okay. So I was like, you know, like I said, I, so I'm, I, I, this is why I grew up. This is like, this is what I do. So I was like, no, I want to come home. Coach Doc, being who he is, said, name a school you want to go to. He said, well, like, and I'm looking at him. I'm wow. like, he wasn't mad. I'm like, well, he not mad at me? He's like, yo, Kevin, listen, this is your career. This is your life. If you're not happy, wow. I want to, my job is to make you happy. Yo, so if you're happy shot. going to, you know what I'm saying, wherever you need to go to, I'm going I'm to I'm help you. So That's like crazy. I said, Coach Doc Salo was like, like I said, he was extremely, wow, he was like, to Shout him. out to you, my brother. So he, uh, he called, right on the phone, he called right there, right, put him on speaker. He got a big phone book out that all the schools had. He said, where you want to go? I said, Monroe College. Why did you pick Monroe? Just like I said, being home, I had some guys. That's coach it. Jackson was there at the time. He was a head coach. And he was big time in the city as far as Mike Nurse was, went, went yep. there, Isaiah Francis. You know what I'm saying? These guys, Rel Mack, these guys, uh, I, I was under. They was older than me, but they were they were real good. So and I was like, well, if they can go to Monroe and go to D1, D1 after, mm, I can do the same thing. The yeah, I can do the same thing. Like I said, it's in the hood. It's home. Yep. I'm, I'm comfortable. So I was like, all right, I'll go to Monroe. And then you became a Bronx dude. Right, right. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, the funny thing about being the Bronx, I had to, like, my mom, me and my mom moved from Harlem in 1990. Okay. And so, like I said, I know, I, I always, my Kenny always said, hey, Kenny, you from the Bronx, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, I always, like, I adopt, I adopt the Bronx. Like, it's like yeah. my adopted home. Like, I love the Bronx. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, you strike uh, me as a little bit more. Yeah, listen, listen. I have a little, you know, I got, you a, got, little a, you got a little mix. A little mix. You know what I mean? So, um, he called Coach Coach uh, Jeff Brewstead and uh, Monroe. And it was, it was like, yo, listen. They were like, when they, when they spoke to him on the phone, he was like, Kevin, I have a kid that want to come back home. And who? Like, Kevin Bell. So it was like a, uh, like a silence. So now for me, I'm sitting on the, I'm like, is that then, good? Is, is that good, bad? Is it good silence or a bad silence? Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there and he like, he like, well, well when does he come home? Like, <laughs> I, can, I can hear it in his voice. He's trying to he, play. Yeah, he was like, yeah. trying to like excited, but he was kind of like trying to dumb so, it down. So he's yeah. like, oh, he come home Thursday. He was like, oh, well, like, can you come to the gym? So I'm like, yeah. So I'm fresh off the plane, bags, go right to Monroe. Wow. I so walk in the gym. No no, no barbershop. No barbershop. Straight to straight. Sean Wolfen right now, Sean Wolfen. That's how I was. So I came off the plane. Right, I was hungry. Like I'm so I, I get to the gym, drop my bags off. I walk in the gym. I see Ryan Williams and Kingsley Edwards. These are two of my good friends. Prior to that, Ryan that, Williams, you said Cardozo, right? Cardozo High yeah, School yeah, yeah. went to St. John's, and Kingsley Edwards went to I want to say Evander High School, mm-hmm. and um, then went to Central Florida. Okay. Two of my good friends. I walk in the gym and see these guys, and I'm like, right then and there, I said, "We on this type of time? This is what we on? Like, let's go." You know what I'm saying? So I get dressed right there because like, I'm off the plane. They had workouts. And I'm like I said, I'm doing what I do. And your knee was and good, like your knee totally healed. Everything, everything was, was good. good now. Like wow. I said, now I'm in the best shape of my life. 
I'm stronger mentally and physically. And like I said, my game, I believe in my game 1,000%. And how's your beard game, though? Oh, the beard game was... <laughs> like I said, the beard fleet? game was strong. You know what I'm saying? But I cut it. But I'm coming home. I was okay. like, you know what? It's not me right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm Yo, still this young. Beard talk. Right. You yeah, talk, said, yeah. this beard talk. Right, exactly. <laughs> At the time, I wasn't beard game Juices like and berries in there? Right, or? right. No, like, how we doing? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So... Coming home, it was like one of those, like, all right, I'm cutting the beard now because I'm not away no more. I'm home. So I got my little gold tee. Right, right. Yes, your problem of choice and all. Good. So now, like I said, now I'm I'm really like, I'm really feeling myself because it's like, I'm home. I'm back in my element. You know what I mean? So, like I said, everything just ended up working out, man. We ended up going to the Nationals again. I got an MVP of the region. Uh, yeah, I took the championship. Crazy. Championship here. Uh, like I said, we got to the we got to semifinals again, and we lost. You know what I'm saying to a, you know, a better team. But uh, that year was like I said, another year. So it was special to me because mm-hmm. like I said it's home now. Now I got my family at the games. Right. My friends is there. So it was like I was I, for me, even though it was like I said, small being at Monroe's a small college, I felt like I was on top of the world again. Like I felt like I matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like being home, it's like okay, Kevin Bell is now name is buzzing again. So like I said, that just fueled me and propelled me to say, you know what, y'all get on my back, we're going to win this thing, you know what I'm saying? So, um, Monroe, like I said, shout out to Coach Jeff, man, Coach Al, Coach LT, uh, they they took care of me and Monroe, uh, the, the, the faculty, everybody, man, it was just great. I, I still go back there from time to time and yeah, see man. those guys, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They're doing big things now, Monroe College, so, That's dope. you so, know what I mean? So, you, you end up going back to Maryland, right? Um, to Bowie State. To Bowie State, yes, sir. That what? happened. Yeah, how, how does that? Because I'm always, story. I'm always really intrigued. Right, another like, good story. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Tell me. I was, I had one year left of Division One because of my clock started at American. Okay. So they never, you know, what I'm saying, gave oh, my, they ex- never explain gave my that year real back. fast. So you go from D one, right? You had a cup of coffee at American, right? Then you go JUCO. JUCO. How does years. eligibility change as well, you're going through that? I didn't. Like I said I found out at that time. It's like your, your clock started once you once you enter the Division One. Your okay. clock starts. I didn't know at the time. I'm just like, what the hell are you talking about? I was like, oh, well. So, so your two years in JUCO mm-hmm. counted against your, right. your eligibility. Right. So you had and, two. and the one year in American. That one year that oh. I didn't play, it counted too. Like, even it though I didn't play. as a full year. That's what I'm saying. Oh. That's crazy. And you usually, they said you get your year back. You get right. that. Right. Wow. Wow. They, they, wow. I, I mean, not I, a I fought. Shirt. I, I mean, it is a red shirt. I fought. Okay. And, and they were like, nah. So going to Monroe now, it's like, you have one year Division One or two years of Division Two. I so, said, I'm taking it too because I'm out. I, I want to hoop. Yeah. So now it's just about all right. Now where I'm gonna go? I was working out at St. Raymond's High School. Me, Andre Barry, Kenny Satterfield. That these at this time now these guys are in the league. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they doing them. We come back working out, and I'm still in shape. And a, a, a coach, a coach, assistant coach was uh, was here. Fred, Coach Fred from Bowie. He was here, mm-hmm. and I remember I remember like not knowing who he was and not knowing who who Bowie was. You know what I'm saying? What, like what, like what school it was? Yeah. What's they the CIAA? Right. They came to me. Was like, hey, what's your eligibility? Like, what's going on? I'm like, well, I got two years left of Division Two, one year Division One. He's like, you ever heard of Bowie State? So I'm like, nah, to be honest with you, no. He's like, listen, I want you to come on and visit this and that. So I did my homework, seeing that it was a black school, CIAA. So right there, I was like, okay, it can't be that bad. And then it was like stationed in Maryland. So I was like, it's mm. not far at all. Yeah, like this is second my second home. So I was like, okay, I go visit. Excellent, the band rocking. I'm coming in. Yeah, the it's dope. Like I said, the atmosphere felt like 55th, kind of like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, but at its own, they own twist. Right, 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 Music, right. it's the band, it's, it's packed, and the atmosphere was thick. I that's walked the thing. in and had goosebumps. Not, you know not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. the, the, you know, that's the biggest thing I've noticed. As I've, when I was in college, mm-hmm. visiting H, HSBC. HBCU, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Damn, I always that's, get that. Right, right. Yo, it's. 
the atmosphere is nothing like you will ever see man, oh, in man. any college campus. Listen, like it's man. so dope. Listen, like I said, going into that, I didn't know what to expect. But like I said, going on that visit, it was like that was the first time me being on the black campus, seeing how they compete as far as on the court. And like I said, it was just like one of those things where I knew, like, okay, this is where I want to be. You know what I'm saying? So I signed, and um, my junior year there, we were number one in the country. Word? That's how good we were. Like, D2, like, number one in the country. D2, number one country. Wow. You know what I'm saying? We had a guy, Lethal Cook, from Nebraska, big man. We had a, a kid, Isaiah Washington, my, niggas, my boy Zeke, from Baltimore, uh, from Baltimore. Uh, Taylor Cosby. We had, like I said, my boy Derek Payne. Uh, we had, a, like I said, our crew Our crew was stacked. All these guys are Division One transfers, mind you. Ah. All of them. Derek Payne went from George Washington. Yep. Lethal Cook was at Alcorn State. Like I said, Isaiah was at, I forgot where Zeke went to school. Zeke went to, he went to a Division One, but these are all guys. We were all from the same cloth. Right. Kind of like in the Kind of similar journeys. Right, similar journeys, yeah. you know what I mean? So it was like kind of like it worked out. You know what I'm saying? Coach Luke was the uh, head coach there. He's uh, actually the head coach now at uh, Elizabeth City. He's, okay. So he's back. He's still, he's still that in Maryland. Um, um, so, like, uh, going to Bowie, it was just like, it was eye-opening, man, because now now I'm, I'm becoming a, a man. Like, I'm a man. Like, I'm 20, 21. It's like, all right, you know what I'm saying? What you going to do with this? And uh, being back in that area, man, my family, and I, I made all CIAA. Uh, you got, you got like, uh, <laughs> I want to say you like third, you in the top five all Career steals, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Right. Like top right. three or something like that. Listen, that was one of the things I was like going in. I was hearing so much about the guard play in CIAA, like the point guard play. I was at, the, at that time I was playing point guard now, and it was like coming from New York. I was like, hey, whatever, man. Like, I mean, yo, you got you couldn't say that because Earl Monroe played in that right. in that league listen, with the so, State. So listen, I was like, you know what? I got to put on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you do. You know what I mean? So it wasn't just about. Like I said, now I went back to. My race days, mm-hmm. because on this team I don't need to be a scorer. Right. I need to be a contributor. Mm-hmm. I mean, distributor mm-hmm. and a leader. Right. That's what I did. You know what I'm saying Lee was our man. He was player of the year in the conference. Here, here, big fella. If you need me, I'm here. You understand? That's how it was. They like said everything else. I just passed up the holes here and there. Like I said the guys was great, man. They played hard. Um, like I said, we fell short to Virginia Union in um, that first year in the um, regionals. They got us. They beat us by like three or four points. They was like, that was like that was like that was like our St. Raymond's. Yeah, you mm-hmm. okay. Like, that was the that, that that rivalry was. You know, Ben Wallace went there. To I know. Yeah, Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley, mm-hmm. my man. You know what I'm saying? So yep. um, that was like our nemesis, and they they got us, man. And uh, I was like, uh, 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 I said that loss still stings mm. because, like I said, we we were home. We beat them twice that year. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like one of those like yeah, we got them. It's like yeah. Almost a throwaway. They came in. They jumped on us early, and then we ended up having to come back and. Fight an uphill battle, but end up losing. But uh, like I said, my experience there, man, it was like I tell my sons all the time. Like when I get some film, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen no games. I don't have any film. Damn, none of that stuff. I, you know what's you know funny? What Carl Krauser always putting film. Black magic. I, yo, I don't even know where he gets this footage from. I mean, bro. You know, Pittsburgh is a, a big university. That's true. They got so film like calls. That's he's, true. He's a big deal. He was a big deal. That's right. true. So it's That's like, true. yo, I just need this film for my yeah. couple years there. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, call. No yeah, because I'm always, I'm like, damn, where can I find this? Listen, he, 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 me and him spoke up a couple weeks ago on, on Instagram Live. Yeah. And like I said, uh, he was one of the guys that, like I said, watching him. At Pittsburgh, I said it was one of my schools that I wanted to go to. Watching him do his thing and hold uh, uphold the, you know, the BX. Yeah, thanks, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that used to be like, I like I I, I was like happy, so happy for him because like other people, like when you go to schools back in the day, that's what you do. You watch other players. 
that go to right. other schools, especially from your neighborhood, from right. your from your area. area. When they, like I said, Cincinnati played, Kenny playing, I'm yeah. watching. Yep. Seton Hall playing, I'm watching Dre and Sweet. You know what I'm saying? St. John's playing, I'm watching Cal Cup. And then after the game, I'm calling these guys. If they did something wrong, yo, why mm. you did this on that play? You know what I'm saying? Why you why you be yo, Kev, I know that. And then it was, it was like one that's how I said it was brotherhood. a brotherhood. It's brotherhood. That's dope. So it was like Carl, it's a no exceptions, man. Like I said, me being the player I was and the guy I was, I always wanted guys in New York to win. Mm. I don't care about none of that. Facts. Right. If you from New York, go win. Go do what you got to do. That's you know how I feel about the go Celtics right do. now when I see Kemba. Right. It's unfortunate, right. though. Right. Right. I was so right. funny. It's so funny. I was going to mention Kemba because it's just you were talking a lot mm-hmm. about Kemba mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. here. Like, mm-hmm. you want to see him succeed. Man. I feel like that, especially because he's from the Bronx. Yeah, listen, like, man. I don't necessarily see a lot of the Bronx get, New York players. The joy I get watching him play yeah. is like, it's like, I feel like I made it. Yeah. That's, right. how, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. Like, watching him and it's like, because the way he played, he played with that, that passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how Rice guys played. Like, mm-hmm. that's how we played Bronx, New yeah, York. Yeah, New, New York. You know what I'm saying? That's how you play. Yeah, yeah. No, no complaining. No hate, I'm a, nothing. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do my job. And I'm going to go home. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Off the court, I'm going to be yeah. a model citizen. Right. These are the things of Rice, Rice men. That's what that's what they teach you. To there. build, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So watching him succeed. I sit back, me and my sons in. Like I said, those are like those are his favorite players. Their favorite players, my six year old and my my thirteen year old. Mm-hmm. They love Kimba. It's like it's like it's like a brother. They don't even know him, That's but they funny. like when they see him on TV. It's like dad. If I'm not seeing, if I'm not in the room, at the dad Kimba's on TV. It's like you know what I'm saying. They know, they know, they know. They that brings a joy to my to, to my heart. So. I got I gotta say, yeah. what intrigues me the most about Kimba, and I don't know why, in the back of my head, he's a little man. Mm-hmm. He's a little mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. but he giving you twenty five. Oh no, you pack a punch, man. Boy, he giving you thirty. <laughs> Tonight, <laughs> yo, he's not scared of me. Yo, he's. So, I don't think. I don't, I don't think. I think he doesn't know he's a little bad. I don't think <laughs> nah, he. Yo, I don't think he's aware nah, that he's he, short. He's not feet tall. That man play like he don't give a shit. Yeah, no, that's how. You, that's how you gotta go. Out there but this, play. that, but see that yeah. right there intrigues me. Like that's how you gotta I, go I don't. I look at him a hundred times. A hundred times, I don't believe it. Like, you just. Yeah, did, you just shot it's, third. It's right. unbelievable. Like, you just gonna drop third. Like I said, I was looking at the, uh, the tribute <laughs> video to him the other day from, from the Hornets. Oh yeah, yeah. I missed that video, but he got emotional. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I heard about it. I read like about I said, it. If you if you're a real rice guy or a family member or somebody that knew what he came from, yeah, they said shed a tear. Like you know what I'm saying, tears right. of joy. It's like right. watching him and they said his parents and it's like, damn man, this kid made it. You know what I'm saying he made it out the jungle. They said he where he's from, mm-hmm. it's the jungle. Yeah, you know what I'm right. saying. So for him to make it and do what he's doing now and and sustain that, and sustain Word. it. It's like you, it's a, you it's could a you could feeling, you man. could make it to the league and then. Right. You know, things Absolutely. happen and you're not there you're not no there more. Anymore. Right. That's a good and, point. And, and, and he's, ex- I mean, the kids, he, he's better year. now than he was right. last year. Hell yeah. Like, it's every like, year. Amazing. But listen, man, he's like, he's like, he's Asian like fine wine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, watching yeah. him play, you'll think, okay, well, the drop off is coming. Some people will be like, oh, drop off is coming. Right. Nah. We're getting better. You know what I'm saying? We're getting better. So it's like, like I said, I just, I could continue success, man. Yes. Please, like I said, stay healthy. And yeah. Like I said, man, because I'm a big fan of yours, Kimber, right. man. So I, keep I, doing your thing, man. And I just want to say, add to that two things, and I want to segue into it. I want to ask you some Bulls questions mm-hmm, after mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know, we ain't going to have a tattoo. Right, I'm right, a Bulls fan since right, I was a child. You ain't right. going to ask no question. We ain't having that Absolutely. shit. Listen, what I'm asking you about Kimber specifically mm-hmm. is I feel like for a long time, like, this is I respect him, right? He had the decision to make. He had a decision to make, a big decision mm-hmm. as a free mm-hmm. agent. Mm-hmm. He had the right to kind of choose his yeah. own path, yeah. you know? Because let's face it, like Charlotte, you know, he mm-hmm. was background music mm-hmm. as far as just like relevancy in the right. entire right. NBA, Absolutely. not as an individual. Absolutely. Player. But I feel like, you know, so that's why I, 
it's like for me, it's like yo, whatever makes you happy, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, cause yeah, he could have went to the Knicks, he could have went to Brooklyn, he could have went wherever, you know. But that's, I thought he was gonna go to LA for some reason, play LeBron. But the point is, that he had been, the choice. He had that choice, and I feel for me, like, and again, I don't know him, mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. of him, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dude, you winning, I want to see you happy, cause you from the Bronx, right. first of all. That's right. where I'm at right. with right. it, right. and I know of you. I know where you come from, as far Absolutely. as that, and I know what it took. Well, at least I think I know what it mm-hmm. took. Yo, do your thing, bro. Right. Whatever makes you happy, you know what I mean. Make that, that decision. A, that was a big thing going into free agency from a from a fan looking at it, and then him choosing Boston. It was like. He wants to win. What we're talking right. about winning. Right. He want to win. Right. You understand? Right. So and they like just heard he, that that green and white. I'm about to say there. right. The right. green and white. Like I said, the, the money was there. You know that he got a bunch of money, and like I said, he deserved it. Well for deserved. Sure. Absolutely. For sure. But him, he's about winning. For sure. You know what I mean? So it's like, what I got to do to come over here to Boston and make you guys a winning organization again? Right. You understand? So that's what we're seeing so far early in the year with him, and it's like he's it's genuine. The game, he loves the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take the money out of it, he's still who. Right. Playing. You understand? So right. that's what I love about him. Like the joy he gets to playing out there every night mm-hmm. you never see him go out there and loafing you never see him complaining you never see him body language bad nah, he's always up it's for- always upbeat like I said, even if he's having a bad game struggling shooting the ball he's getting them guys involved he's being a leader he's talking that's what you ask for in a basketball player you understand that's right so it's like watching him it's like it's like it's, it's a joy I, I saw one game in particular I think they were playing uh, Boston versus Philly I think it was the first, first game, game of the season, season. Game, yep. and I overheard them like, they, they were close mic'd up mm-hmm, it was close mm-hmm. and um, I think Jason Tatum might have been struggling in that right. game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, and I, I heard them center court and he goes yo keep shooting Right. I don't care if don't you shoot it. every shot shoot the ball I need you to shoot we need you to shoot. Shoot as much as you want. And he, That's and at the time, he only had 10 points, Kemba. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, in my head, they, in my head, I'm like, yo, Kemba, they got you here for scoring. Mm-hmm, That's what mm-hmm, I'm hearing. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. He, but he's like, yo, I don't care. Right. We want to win. And that showed me that. That sounds like Andre. That think like about Barrett. this. Barrett. He's, Barrett. you know, like Barrett, you, they, they didn't, there was in an interview. This was mm-hmm. like him just talking yeah. to his Talk team. To a team. I mean, like, he ain't had to show right. up for the camera. Absolutely. He's really legit, like, yo. I want like his mentality. Just I want to win, bro. Yeah. If so that means you scoring thirty, very so then that's what it means. Because yeah. I know I can get mine at some right. point. Anytime, right? So let me ask you a couple of Bulls questions mm-hmm. real quick, and then my brother got the he gonna steer us to the he gonna steer us home. <laughs> but what I'm asking you is: A, what got you to be a Bulls fan? Mm-hmm. B, what got you to be a Bulls fan and get a goddamn Bulls tattoo? Yeah, that's actually on your wrist. Well, the Bulls C, fan thing is easy. You know, Jordan. Jordan. Okay. You know what I'm saying so. It's like growing up, like I said, we, 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 like I. In the 80s, 90s, he was like the guy that changed the change. He changed the game. Right. So Agreed. his passion, his work ethic, watching him go out there, like I said, losing in the Pistons those years. Yeah. And watching him cry. His comeback. It was like one of those, like as a kid, it's like, damn, it hurts him. So now watching him get better, it's like, okay, I said that, you know what I'm saying? And it's like just putting the work in. Like I said, going forward with him winning. And like I said, even when he left, it was like one of those like I'm a loyal guy. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm loyal to the t- like to the T. Right. So when he left, everybody was like, "Oh, I'm not a Bulls fan." No right. Like, right. Yeah, Scotty yeah, yeah, was like, "I can't do that." You know what I'm saying? This is what I was raised on. Like whatever's going on, I'm a, I'm gonna stick through it. The Bulls, like I said, the tattoo was one of one of those things. I'm passionate, so like I got I got three tattoos. This is my grandfather that raised me. Like I said, my two boys. You know what I'm saying? And and then like I said, the rice. These are all things that mean something to me. Mm-hmm. So. The Bulls mean something to me because, like I said, they they showed me they showed me like I said they showed me the way. Like he's even my phone, like my phone cases, yep. oh, Jordan. Sure. You know what I mean? So it's like like, like 
I gotta get a new phone like, case. Things from my my childhood. <laughs> things from my childhood. <laughs> That's what the fuck is I going take on. with me, man, because like I said, it's, just, it's, it's motivation. You understand? Right, so it's like, like I said, being the Bulls fan, man, it's like I said, we we won, but now being dragged through the mud and losing. When we get back to that plateau and winning again, it's gonna feel, feel great. great. See, yeah. you know, good. That's gonna feel. I'm, like, I'm a 49 fan. Wow, so you've been there. So, you've been through the oh, trenches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you see the yeah, you see it feels him. so good to like see the fans go. Oh, y'all still trash. Like, listen, you nah. can't, you can't knock, you can't, you can't, you ain't nah, gonna break you this. You saying that shit now? You ain't yeah. definitely not. I've nah. been trash. I know what trash. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying I'm eight and zero, so I'm, I'm gonna enjoy this. Yeah, yeah. So you like, you know what I'm saying like, like for sports, right. everybody knows. Like my close friends know how passionate, passionate. I am about sports. Like I love sports. Like my family. Like like I said, my wife, she's like. A blessing to me because she knows I go crazy in the house. <laughs> I, listen, I go crazy yelling at the TV. I do all these things. So, and she just like she sit there and she enjoy that thing. She, she enjoys it. it. So having a woman like that on my in my corner, I, I know exactly not judging me and going, well, you you a little crazy, right? Embracing that, right? It's like that. That's that, it's it's like it's, it's it it's wouldn't work any other right, way. It wouldn't work any that's other way. So. I, I'm yo like I can only imagine because I go through this when I'm watching the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Those three or four games that mm-hmm. we actually win, right. I'm jumping up and down like a as you should. little as kid. As you should. <laughs> yeah. as you no, should. for real. Like, it's, like last night when they played Dallas. Right, Dallas. So listen, crazy. that was a big game. Like, so, for, for, for different reasons. For a lot of reasons. Yeah. Listen, we're going to show y'all. That's and right. for Knicks to come out there and go in there and get that win in Dallas, yeah. Yeah. that's, like I said, it's still early in the season. Right. Those wins are wins. You got to build on those wins now. So now we're going to see. Like I said, Knicks have a lot of talent in the building. A lot of talent. Like I said, Fisdale, like I said, people who still Rotations and things like that. He's still figuring it out, mm-hmm. but his his moral his principles are the right. They're there. He's Listen, the right man. Right. I'm. I'm, I'm not. So, I, I got all the patience to work. Right. right man. You gotta have patience. Like yeah. you said, you're not gonna turn around an organization that's been bad the last, I say, twenty years. Yeah. Easy. Just to turn around and just win. Yeah. That's not. That's not how it works. Exactly. Nah. Let's get the good players in there. Let's get the players in there. We know it's gonna dedicate themselves and work hard. And now, coaching staff come together. And now, like I said, front office is still going to be a struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not going to get the players they, they, they think they, they deserve as far right. as free agency. Mm-hmm. You just got to go through the te- get the young boys. got to get the young boys and yeah. groom them. R.J. Barry is going he, he's he's to be a problem. Agreed. So, Agreed. Mitch Robinson going to be a problem. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you got two you cornerstones keep, right there. You keep, you, gotta, you got you a, a big man, you got you a guard, or slash wing, slash guard. Right. That's dominant, alpha. That's right. Now you build on that. Yeah, that's you know right. what I'm saying? That's how organizations are made. You know what I'm saying? Tom Brady was a seven seven round pick right. from the Patriots. That's right. Nobody nobody, nobody gets now, that looking one. now that Tom Brady would be Tom Brady. No. Put that well, work in. Listen, man, I'm, uh, listen, man, we could talk Knicks and shit, but I'm asking you a Bulls question, all right? Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Right. Right? This is my moment now. <laughs> all right? What do you think about? Do you still watch the Bulls? Absolutely. Okay. What I do the you lead th- patch was just because of the Bulls. Yo, yo, <laughs> the lead patch just because of the Bulls. Careful, he might kiss you. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, kiss, I'm gonna bring out. it all the way here. The <laughs> next one, I'm gonna right, bring right, it right, in. Right, right. Fuck that old school. Right. But I, I, I bought the lead patch for that reason as well. Yeah, I mean, now I said this to say, um, what, what do you think about the current state of the Bulls, and do you have any hope, or do you not have a what, what? Your honest I got, assessment. I definitely have hope. Uh, who you like? Who you don't like on the team? <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't right, want to shout right. nobody out. No, you're no, probably no, friends no. of a friend. No, no, no. You probably know them niggas. Larry Marketing, Zach Levine are the oh. corner staples. Say again? Oh, Larry Marketing, Markin- Markin- Zach Levine. Finish Excuse me, Wendell Carter Jr. Oh, yes. yes. So those three, and then now we got Kobe White. Yes. yes. So those four guys, to me, are good enough going forward that we can look at look at them and go, okay, we got yeah. these guys. Yeah, we can win. Jim Boylan is the head coach. He's still working some things out rotation-wise. Right. This is his first year being a head coach. He's right. been a student in the game. He's been around the game right. for 25, 30 years in the under league. Under Greg Popovich. Right, on, under, under Rudy Tomjanovich. He, he, he was on them teams with, with, with Ali or Elijah on them one. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a sister coach. That's crazy. So, like, like he, he's rich in tradition as far as knowing the game and 
like so he's working through things. Like I said, same thing as Fishdale. He's working through things, being a new head coach and Bulls of, as a franchise. We know walking into that building, you see those those jerseys, you see them rings. He he's he's from what I'm looking at and reading, and he's instilling that. Like listen. The name on the front. This is the pedigree. The right. The pedigree. Right. Right. Chicago. You know what I'm saying? You playing for city of Chicago. Like, right. have some pride in that. Right. You understand? And go right. out there and do your jobs. Right. So, like, I, I, I rock with him. Like I said, I've, I've been cursing him out this yes. year because of rotations a few times. Yo. It's been like this. The Lakers game the other day. We yo. The Lakers. Yo. And the like rotation. Said, the, the bench I mean, is not working. Put the starters back in in I the mean, third quarter when it's a 14 0 run. It's not preseason. You just trying to win games. Get the fuck out of here, We had yo. a 13 point lead going to the fourth quarter. What are you quarter. doing? And you leave. Yo, he's not here. What the fuck? Like, yo, he's not here. yo, you seeing this? I know you watching this. You gonna watch this shit? Hey, Boylan, come on, man. What the fuck on, was man. that? Yeah, come on, man. What? They turned around the next it's day. It's a fourteen over. Time out. Oh, he corrected it. He corrected. Turn around the next day. And yo, that's he, why. we smoked. <laughs> smoked the Hawks the next day. And <laughs> the Hawks is like I said, upcoming team. Trey Young, John Collins is out, but Trey Young is he's real deal. Okay, but you know what? You know what it is though. What pisses me off? That game against the Lakers mm-hmm. would mean more to us than that Hawk win. Listen, how we you said what the Knicks? It's not because Dallas in Dallas. We're not going to win yeah, a championship. That's our championship this year. Spring ball game. Exactly. You need that game because the youth they need to feel that. That was like they said how Rice playing St. Anthony's. Right. Yes. You look at the Lakers and LeBron and Anthony Davis, you're like, okay, these are the guys at the top of the league. Right. So if we can beat them and play with these guys and beat them, we know we can play with anybody. Right. That's what I'm you know what saying. So that's what kind of hurt about that loss. Right. Like, and we had that game. And we had the game. We it was like, in our bag. It wasn't like they outplayed us. We, they beat us one quarter, the fourth that's quarter. It. That was it. And they won that game. And like I said, that goes to show you but, it's a 48 minute game. But that was a bad, that was you know bad coaching. That, oh, no, that absolutely. Bad, bad coaching. Absolutely bad coaching. Bad coaching, bro. Absolutely. He should have threw Laurie Mark in the back. He didn't even what you think you are? subs. You sat there. What the fuck is that? He was Phil Jackson. That nigga was like, I'm exactly. Can we not talk about Phil Jackson right now? He's not good. He's not good. I'm just saying, though. It was great for us. That's what things Phil used to do. Phil used to sit there and let you know. Yeah, but he was good. But you don't got Michael Jordan. You don't got Michael. Stop. Relax. Like my brother said, we could be talking about this all day. All day. All day. All day. And we got to catch a Bulls game together. Listen. If you're in back in sound, you're flying. No, we're not doing that. They come. <laughs> so I don't know why you be moving to Maryland knowing you got you, uh, listen it's like it's three hours talk, here, so I don't good. give a fuck yo I want to talk to your wife we got to re- bring your ass back and your kids you hear that right cause you need a new barber anyway <laughs> and the only only good barbers in New York nigga <laughs> 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 Yo, so what is Kev Bell doing these days? Yeah. And if you want to be found, where can they find you on social media? Oh uh, well, Instagram is Kev Bell, uh, Kev Bell underscore eleven, and okay. on Twitter it's Kev underscore mh on Twitter. That was my two like, handles. I don't, I don't go to, I don't have Facebook. I don't, I don't do Snapchat. Um, but uh, I'm just you know living, man. I'm a family man, married, two, three kids, three wonderful kids. Wow. Um, like I said, I'm just moved to Maryland, man. So I'm transitioning in that. Get my feet wet with that, um, you know, working, of course, you know, nine to five, like it was that regular stuff. But mm-hmm. the, the game of basketball is still always there because now I got two sons that I'm teaching. So every day is a teaching moment for them. Every day I'm trying to show them different things of, 
you know, life, not yeah. just basketball, just mm-hmm. life. So mm-hmm. balancing all that thing, all those stuff, man. I got my, I got a full plate, man. But I'm, right. I'm ready to eat, man. You know that's what I'm saying? That's what's up. I like that. I like that. That's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. That's some poetry. Yo, Kev, like man. You're going to throw you in my book. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's it. I'm here. Listen. <laughs> if you need a quarter to, just let me know. You know what I'm <laughs> Let me know. Yo, Kev, man. Thank you for making it. Listen. Um, thank you to your wife for having this yes, happen. Thank you. Yes, Because yes, she was the catalyst to make you get up here. I wouldn't be here, right? Word, word. I appreciate you guys having me, man. You guys are doing something dope. Like you said, dribbling dimes is like something that going forward, I know it's going to be huge. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys are dedicating yourselves. You know what I'm saying? This is like to me, like I said, I'm I'm a humble guy. You guys are humble guys. So uh like I said, for this for me for me to be here is humbling, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna take nothing for granted. So I want you guys to keep working, man, Thank and you. keep doing your thing, man. This is excellent. And you know what I'm saying? Thank you for having me, man. Thank I appreciate you. y'all, Yo, man. Anytime. Bro. Last last thing, I I can't wait for the day that we hear you sitting in this chair. Mm-hmm. Living out your dream in a front office oh, position. Listen, that's so you heard it here first. Stay tuned, man. You heard it here Stay first because you're a basketball tuned, mind. Man. I'm working, man. My that's goal it. Is, the, the that's the goal. That's the goal, off, man. So I'm working. Man. Let's go. We all reaching Where? our dreams out here, baby. Dream all right, down. brother. Peace. Yeah. Let it bump. Uh huh. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dribbling Dimes. If you like what you heard, please leave a review or comment wherever you're listening to us now. Check us out on social media as well. We're live on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. On all platforms, you can find us at D-R-I-B-B-L-E-N-D-I-M-E-S.